Welcome to this week's episode of Tabletop Trio. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. I'm Bronson. And this week we have a very special guest, Phil. Phil makes mead. Yes, um, for those uninitiated, just fermented honey and uh, brought some uh, samples here for them to try out and mixed up a batch on stream. Phil's going to teach us how to make some mead. We go through that live, taste test some of his product, and talk about some drunk stories. All that and more this week's episode, Tabletop Trio. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to another episode of Tabletop Trio. We have stuff. We have stuff. And we have stuff. things. And people. <laughs> wait, wait. You have to tell me who you are or else we can't start. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. Wine. Something. Bronson. I'm Bronson. There it nice. is. Uh, but uh, we got that's a Phil. super awesome show. We got <laughs> Phil with us today. And as you can see, if you're watching us live on Twitch um, and YouTube later on, um, we have stuff. Yes. Phil bought stuff. Actually, Phil made stuff. Phil made stuff, yeah. He made stuff. Made mead. Mead made. Meaded. Meaded. Mead mead made? Okay. Made Which mead. one of us is having a stroke? Yes. Yes. I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> getting uh getting a lot of follows. Thank you guys so much for uh, giving us a follow. JG Mart, I saw uh Beavis gave us a follow as well. Correct. Um, not Beaver? Not Beaver. Not, yeah, be not Beaver. Not, not Beaver. And Joey. And, uh, <laughs> right hand as well gave us a follow earlier as well. So uh Thank you all for the follows and all that fun stuff. But we got a great show for you today. Um, gonna be learning about mead. Gonna be making gonna some. Making mead. some, which is super cool. We're gonna make a tabletop mead. Oh. Boo. Tabletop meado? Tabletop meado. Where's the ejection seat? <laughs> what about what if it's can we make a tabletop medley? I can right. make almost anything. You a want. tabletop meadly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah, so we're going to do some alcohol things today. It's going to yes. be fun. We uh, swear we haven't tried any yet. No, they're all here. The glasses are behind it. You, you, couldn't, you couldn't actually notice by the by the intro. Just saying. It's true. It's true. But uh, lots of people in there. Uh, hey, Ange, joining in. Uh, JD Mart saying, yay, Phil. Love you, Phil. Hey, Joey. So, yeah. So, do we want to get right into it? Do we want to do some tasting while you explain what is happening I, I don't know so we have our we have our zoomy cam set up on the jug um where phil will be mixing live a mead i guess for mead. here yeah. yeah yeah so we he did a little bit of prep work um yes. nothing crazy mostly just yeah. sanitation work it was so hard not to ask him a slew of questions while he went through this in fact i i squeaked a couple in and we had to keep telling each other no stop answering questions off screen <laughs> yeah. make sure everybody hears it yeah they were like what about this I'm like shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, it's funny because i i i admittedly got here a little bit late and I, I walk in and Phil's like pouring chemicals and talking about acid. And I'm like, what are we? <laughs> Drugs. Me? Strap in, Bob. We're going for a fucking ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you didn't know that mead is Polish for LSD. I mean, shit. Because <laughs> like I, I come in, I sit down and you're like, yeah, you know, I had to get this certain type of container. Otherwise, the acid will eat through the metal. And I'm like, 
what am I about <laughs> to drink here? Meat is an acronym. It's might extrude acid diagnosis. Stop it. No. <laughs> All right, guys, that was me. a great stream. Bob can, though. <laughs> Phil's Bob getting can. a lot of love in the chat right now, by the way. Uh, lots of, lots of hearts. Someone named... Uh, Dana Zagorski. That familiar? could be anyone. Familiar? No? Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait. Just, uh, hi, baby. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Before I get home and the codes are changed on the box. You're going to see the, the subscribe notification. Be like, I've never met that person. Then the unsubscribe notification. It's like, oh. oh Copyright no. strike. <laughs> so and so followed. So and so unfollowed. <laughs> wop, 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 wop. So you bought some, some goodies. Oh, yes. You bought some... Some new stuff. You bought some old stuff. Yes. Uh, from what I'm understanding, there some of these are a couple months old or a couple weeks old. Some of these are like a year or two old. So usually I just kind of store stuff in my basement and uh, because you want to keep them at least in a uniform temperature. You, if you put them in the fridge, they're not going to age in the bottle. Just like bodies. Exactly. Yeah. Well, hmm. um, so searching through, I did find the first meat I ever made and it's in one of those bottles. Mm. Um, I found, uh, some cider and then along the way, yes, that's the one. Uh, and along the way, I just kind of brought a little medley of stuff and one of Brunson's favorites possibly. So I will, uh, I'll hand you a bottle so that you could show that camera so that we could zoom in. Just put it near the bottle. There you go. Hey, spin it there a little bit go. so you spin can it, see the camera. So the labels facing uh, the other direction. Uh, 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 keep it going. More, <laughs> keep it more. You can more. use both hands. There it is. So that is uh, one of the bottles. Phil has. I get you. You made the labels. Oh please, no! My friend Emily made the label. Uh, no, I'm not. Shouts forward. out to Emily. Yes, shout out. Uh, to Emily. But you do wax seal them yourself. I do wax seal. Yeah, I, that's I, so cool. I. It was are one you going to start dipping like a. Like Maker's, Maker's Mark? Mark? Oh, so I would love to, but these are plastic caps and it'll probably not be good <laughs> for really? like BPH and stuff. Like, because mm-hmm. wax surprisingly gets hot enough to burn. I, don't ask me how I found that out. Um, <laughs> so Really? Because I'm pretty sure I've poured wax on people and it doesn't burn them. Different wax. This is sealing wax. And just, just not candle wax. <laughs> We've arrived at the joke. <laughs> Anything could be sealing wax mm-hmm. with the right, uh, the right mindset. <laughs> Anything could be sealing wax if you could throw it hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> so about that uh, shouts out to Bronson for pronouncing her name right nailed it got it <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry <laughs> I, saw, I heard Continue. a lull in the conversation what, I decided uh, to put that up there what are you doing there Nothing. No, don't mind me. I'm no, not no, a, we brought you on here so you could tell I, us specifically. I'm being, I'm being an ass. So pretty much. Then this step, Phil, be's an ass. So do you want to real quick just go over what ingredients uh, you have there on that towel? Of course. We've got uh, in here, I'll put it up to the little camera. We got some orange zest covered by uh, chopped up raisins. Mm. Uh, we're using uh, pretty much, um, it's in the, it's in the. Sanitization thing just so that it actually warms up because I had it in the car so it crystallized a little bit. Can you go over the sanitization process as well? Oh, we will, but not ingredients first, maybe? Yeah, yeah, let's do ingredients first. Ingredients. So you have Um, orange zest and raisins. Orange zest and raisins because we're using a neutral wildflower honey. Mm -hmm. Just that's the honey. That's like if you want to add flavors to it, if you want to add spices to it, it's one of the best ones to accept because it doesn't have any kind of conflicting flavors. Mm -hmm. So I went with orange because. I've never had a problem with it. It's always a nice little pop in the background. Mm-hmm. And online, if you ever look up the discussion about raisins, half the people will tell you it's 
great because it adds background favor. And the other half are like, you're stupid. Why are you doing this? That does nothing. Um, for me, it's almost like taste is subjective. I know. Hmm. Which camera is it? It's weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which camera is it? <laughs> uh, uh, do I have to do this? Um, it sticks his head down. Uh, we we got <laughs> we to gotta come on with guests now. We have to make... Uh, we have to make stickers or signs behind oh, the cameras. Ca- ca- live, cam- li- like uh, hard camera one. Cam- <laughs> yeah, camera hard one. cam one, hard cam two. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Give me a GoPro, just like <laughs> stick it on my face. Um, I have them. Don't tempt me. Oh, well. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> so these are pretty much the two, I would call them dry ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a pretty much tea, just one tea bag's worth. It doesn't matter. Any tea, black tea. Yeah. So is it supposed to be a herbal? Is it supposed to be usually for my purpose? Black tea. It could be any label. It could be Lipton, you know, Earl Grey, mm-hmm. or as long as it's a well. I guess so Earl if Grey, you I go know. bougie, like I have like bags and bags and bags of loose leaf teas yeah. that have like the orange zests and yeah. stuff mm-hmm. like that. What if I used wild berry zinger tea? Oh, you can. Nice. It's just what the purpose of what I'm using it for today is just the tannins. Mm. And tannins, um, <laughs> right, right. What the best. <laughs> Explain it to me like I don't yes. know what that is yeah, for the people there, because yeah, I our obviously viewers know. Who don't know for what's the viewer, going on. for the viewers at home. Uh, my 15 minutes of fame is going to be up soon. So, uh, for the viewers at home, pretty much what tannins are. If you ever drink wine or just a somewhat more bitter tea, mm-hmm. it's that feeling on your tongue of like it's kind of like almost like pulling your saliva kind of mm. a thing. It's it's the mouth feel. That's what you want to add to. Got this, it. Because the, the sweat glands of your tongue. Sure. Yes. Why you got to say it like that? I, I so thought it'd be gross. You, well, You're you, correct. You did a good job. <laughs> you you uh, just ruined tea for me. <laughs> hey, you want to make your tongue sweat? Try tea. <laughs> Sorry. We should really let Phil finish. <laughs> no, no. This is, this is actually exactly what I expected. I thought well, it was going to be all professional. We'll and, you know, just, uh, With us around? Yeah. Us? No way. Oh, I've known you long enough. It's a podcast. <laughs> Fair. But um, pretty much that's what it's for. If you, for instance, that orange mm-hmm. tea you were talking about, if I had some orange blossom honey, three pounds of that in there, and uh, instead of water, you could actually use about just under a gallon worth of tea and mm. just pour it in there, and you can have orange mead. Of have some you sort. tried using Arizona? Uh, no. Too much sugar? It's not, it's not that it's too much. I would have to check, because if it has high fructose corn syrup, corn syrup might mm. not ferment. It's uh, it's one of those like anything kind of chemical or the ites and the eights as some people say online, like the sulfites and things mm. like that. Those don't ferment out, and it's kind of like leaves weird flavors for okay. too long, kind of a thing. Mm. So. And now I've been trying not to say anything about this for like a half hour at this point. What's in the pee bag? Uh, what's in the pee bag? So um, it's <laughs> lift it up for the lift it, it up for the audience. Uh, it's my pee. <laughs> yeah, put, put uh, it that way. For the, uh, the hard cam too. <laughs> it, it, it is my it is my pee. Uh, no, it's um. <laughs> so there's uh. I recently started using something called Fermade O, where pretty much um, Fermade is uh, like a nitrogen kind of booster, whatever you want, like n- nutrient almost, where yeast love that stuff. It's like crack for them. So it'll work better, it'll work faster. Debatable, but uh, it'll clean out better. So they're the yeast cake on the bottom, which once uh, yeast actually finishes, it kind of just collects on the bottom and hardens on the bottom. Mm. So actual good yeast will layer out, and that way when you're siphoning it out, you don't get all the floaties and the disgusto kind of crappy stuff out of that. Mm. Um, so the pea bag is pretty much because... <laughs> If you just put in the straight powder, which it was just powder, um, 
it will clump up and it's one of the hardest things to try and vigorously shake out of there. Mm. So I decided to kind of do one of these things. And during the cleaning process that we, we prepped for this, there was quite a bit of shaking going on. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of like, if you put like maracas in Phil's hand, he would have been like <laughs> yeah. a professional. Go, going to town. They, they would have hired him for a mariachi band. So a Polish band. we're not going to see this live. A polka band. Obviously. So <laughs> During the ending phase, do you like cheesecloth filter it or do you like pump it out? Like, how do you get it? So I have uh, I have an auto siphon. So pretty much like a normal, like a gasoline siphon, just siphon it out. I get it about halfway gently. And I use a second container, usually one that's a little bit smaller because you're always going to lose some. There's mm. going to be some of that grunts on the bottom, some of the disgusting crap you don't want in the next one. Mm. And you siphon it slowly out and clean this one get to reuse it i don't i don't even don't even know and how then, many beads went through here so so on the second one is that the one you put away to like age and then that's your clean exactly that one uh primary and then when you siphon it to the second one that one's called conditioning phase where you just kind of let it there because no matter what you do no matter how good cheesecloth anything like that unfortunately some stuff will go like i'm probably gonna get it like two bits of raisin or something stupid that floats into the into the next I like my meat with a little crunch yeah <laughs> uh, so, mm, that might be a different problem mm, chunky uh, mead <laughs> yeah chunky mead uh, okay uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but um in conditioning you'll see some more stuff float out and then usually i've learned there's a great youtube channel i'm going to shout them out because pretty much everything i learned is from them um, it was, um, city steady, city steading brewing. I think it was on YouTube. If you want to learn how to do this, uh, they're explaining that stuff much better than I do. Um, hmm. and a lot of even their stuff, like my picture down here, it's the, the smallest things where it tells you how much in it there is. So it's like, it goes up to 4,000 milliliters. And when I'm pulling out and I pour it in there and it says 3,500, I know, Oh, that's how many big bottles I can use and how many small bottles I can use. So I don't go and do sanitize five big bottles and like 10 small bottles. And I have like crap load of leftovers that I don't need. So got it. It's annoying. Oh, and speaking of yeast, this is the actual, these are the actual dirty boys. The Want to switch over to that camera? I sure can. So my dishes are clean. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's, the, that's the yeast. That's actually that's the sound the, the yeast. The yeast yeah. is just happy. Yeah. Yeah. They, they've woken up. Uh, so this is, uh, the brand is Lauvin, but uh, the most important part is the strain, 71B. Um, this stuff is a workhorse. This is one of my favorite uh, favorite <laughs> ones. I can... Uh, Did you stop there because you had a hard time saying my favorite yeast? No, I, okay. can't, I can't pronounce that. <laughs> Pretty much all <laughs> yeast is... Saccharomyces or Saccharomyces? Something like that, yeah. Result in brown when we need them. <laughs> All yeast is pretty much Saccharomyces cerevisiae. Yeah. Well, sure. Adabacadera. Um, yeah, pretty much. Sure. <laughs> so I probably fucked that up. I'm sorry if you actually know what this is called. Someone says that that's a dark strain. Dank. That's a dank strain. You're right. It does say dank, dank strain. <laughs> so <laughs> that's um, that good, good. <laughs> real dank. So this stuff, um, all yeast, the best way to explain it that I've been told Yeast in general is a dog. Mm -hmm. And then this could be like a Labrador. And another yeast strain could be a German Shepherd or a Poodle. Even, I, I, Can you cross the strains and crossbreed the yeast? Um, that's how you would do it in like a lab to make a new 
like offshoot of yeast. Uh, if I'm fermenting, for instance, and some of those I use bread yeast. When I first started making it, I didn't want to invest in something because I was like, I don't actually know if I'm going to like to do this. Mm. Oh, bread yeast is like a dollar or two dollars for 10 packs. Yeet. So like this was before COVID when everyone was making bread. So I was right. really happy I bought it. But uh, <laughs> so I uh, put it in there. So some of those you're going to notice have the unfortunate side effect of bread yeast because mm. it's got the floaties. Mm. Um, the professional like brewer's yeast, like beer, champagne. This is just, I believe this is technically a champagne yeast. Um, they have that nature kind of almost like bred into them, that yeast cake nature. Um, bread yeast is meant to be gassy because mm -hmm. it's making bread. Right. So, so uh, you, you'll notice an airlock. Note to self, is a bread yeast. Yeah. So <laughs> this right here is, a, is an airlock where pretty much for engineers, one-way valve. Gotcha. Um, you'll pour sanitization liquid or a cheap alcohol that you don't like, like Jaeger or something in here. And um, as long as airflow is going this way. Hey, thank you for the follow. Nice. Uh, it'll air will come out, so all the gases, the CO two that the yeasty boys will produce will mm -hmm. come out, but nothing can come back in. So like, it's a check bacteria. Yeah, exactly. Bacteria or literal <coughs> bugs like fruit flies or stuff. Because mm -hmm. I mean, it is yeah. open sugar. Um, mm. So there's a lot. I, I baby proofed myself because everyone in the chat that knows me knows I'm the clumsiest person alive. So um, he hurt himself three times sitting down. It was actually kind of impressive. Two, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's just nerve-wracking. Watch you carry feelings. like the pitcher of water like around us, and you're just like, oh god, oh god. Like you don't understand. I almost broke my foot sitting here playing D and D. Like it's <laughs> this is not a joke, people. Okay, I had five gallons worth of sanitization liquid. I walked around because for those at home, their Isn't equipment setup is like freaking awesome and complicated. I'm like, yeah. Listen, worst worst case scenario, I got a real clean rug. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not coming on guys today. So, uh, but anyway, um, I'm going to start pouring some honey yeah. and go so, from there. So, so how much honey you got? Uh, I've got, let's dry this out here a little bit so that I don't, I took the paper towels cause I thought I was going to spill. Mm. Thank you. Mm. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> I said it in the microphone, so it counted more. I know. <laughs> I'm still not used to it. All these years of wearing headsets on a computer. So that is, okay, so you, that is Kirkland honey for anyone who for thinks anyone that, that they need special honey. For anyone that wants to start making mead, um, the most important part about this is, is that you want nothing too processed. You don't mm -hmm. want, because there's, there, there's actual honey, and I put this in air quotes, that is honey, and then they add honey flavor mm. to it. And like artificial sweeteners and things like that. Yeah, a lot of stuff at like big box stores, supermarkets. Read the label when um yeah, <clears throat> especially so I have bad allergies <laughs> and I often use local honey to help mitigate that in addition to shots. But the local honey has to be like actual local bee honey. Do not go to Walmart and buy the, the thing that says local honey bear. It will not be real local honey. In most cases, they add like high fructose corn syrup to this shit too. Yeah. So make sure what you're getting is actually honey if you're looking to buy actual honey. And that's the funniest I, part. Is I like buying, a, there's a the farmer's market right around here that has mm -hmm. like a ton of different kinds of honey. And you walk in, there's like a big shelf, but there's like a handful of them are just like local honey. And I'm like, from, from where? Yeah. They're just like local. I'm like, 
from here. <laughs> but, but where? <laughs> yeah. So like, thank you for the Mart follow, says, Traverse. Yep. Traverse. JG Mart says he almost broke my house. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a great story that I'm not gonna tell because that is one of the most embarrassing stories of my life. How you break a whole house? I was I broke his garage door. <laughs> I have also broken a garage door. No, not like me. <laughs> I, I threw a bass guitar through it. I threw his car at it. <laughs> That's, that's a lot of damage. <laughs> Actually, no. For for the I shortest, no. For the shortest of things, we were in the car, and I threw the garage door through his car somehow. Don't ask questions. I'm not gonna tell it. You Hi, just Joe. did. I know. No, I'm not gonna tell <laughs> yeah. it more because now I got more. No, you don't, you don't understand how stupid I was. Okay. We all have uh, our moments, Phil. No, I have many. Jay Z uh, the only says, "Woo, go, Phil. Poor Joey." Yeah. <laughs> right hand says Nat 20 that garage door. <laughs> or Nat 1, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> it depends on whose side it was. I think uh, Joey's side, I Nat 1. The door <laughs> got the Nat 1, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Looking back, I got a Nat 20. Looking, uh, I almost lost a friend. Let's just be honest here. Mm. He almost killed me. But anyway. So so you have warmed the honey, so it's yes. more liquidy, right? So if you can see, can you ding? Um, Camera two. There you go. It's very, very viscous, very flowy. If I didn't do that, we'd be sitting here for about thirty minutes watching the honey pour into this uh, into this <laughs> container. If it was viscous, it's the opposite of flowy. Do I have that backwards? Uh, viscous would be just thicker. So right, it was a little bit crystallized because I left this in the car and it was nice and cold. So ah. mm. that was the problem. <clears throat> but Fun fact: If you buy honey in a glass jar, you can actually just close it and run it through the dishwasher. And it all turns completely liquid again. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I have a uh, so you also, my you also put it in the uh, on the stove in a bottle of water. Yep. Then you get it real liquidy. I gotta <laughs> smell it now because you smell. Go it. for it. So I was making a joke about Kirkland oh brand stuff, but uh, surprisingly, their apple juice. <clears throat> the label says ingredients: apple juice. So if mm -hmm. you want to make a cider, just go to go to Costco. Mm -hmm. uh, their honey. Really good stuff. And it comes in five pounds, $15 a pop. I mean, I have one of those that's up pretty there. Good. Yeah, it's like, that's for what I'm doing Sick. with this stuff. It's, yeah. And honey never goes bad. So buy it in bulk. It does yep. not. Uh, the good honey. The, right. the yeah. crappy yeah, the, stuff. The fake yeah. stuff does go bad. So you do honey first. Honey first because water first. it takes, yes, because if you look up, I don't know if the camera's going to catch it. I'm going to move my hand over. Uh, uh, move no. the scale a little bit closer to you if you can. Uh, unfortunately, now that I started pouring, um, uh, yeah, I don't want it to. Yeah, fair enough. Good. So you can't see the top, but you can see the bottom. Yeah, you can't see the top, but you can see it filled up. So the funnel does not the <laughs> the speed of which I pour does not correlate to how fast it goes in there. Ooh, baby, that is some laminar flow. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's great because on the cam you can see the weight just. Blah, 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 blah. That's what I was hoping. <laughs> that. I was like, I was like, if this is positioned well, this is gonna be good. Oh, yeah. I'm whipping. That's why you have a towel, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. <laughs> Feels like I'm all dripped out, G. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> so now, so what we're gonna? So I'm, are what you I'm doing shooting. all? Oh, I'm doing. Pounds? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing the whole whole thing, which I'm not the whole five pounds. God no. Um, what I'm gonna plan on is hopefully around three and a half pounds, so three pounds eight ounces. And I'm gonna slow down now because I'm at three. Um, the average I usually do about three pounds. Um, but for the reason why is eventually once we check the specific gravity of this thing, honey, sugar, any kind of sweetener has different, I call them like point values if you want to say that. Um, what that means is however much yeast will eat the sugar 
That's how much alcohol you'll get at the end. Mm. So it's going to be alcoholy. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm hoping <laughs> that a little bit of mm. a little bit of sweetness stays over. Mm. I don't want all of it to ferment out. That way, I don't have to back sweeten it. Mm. Uh, which pretty much means after it's done fermenting and I transfer it to a new vessel before I bottle it, I add a little bit more sugar, more honey, whichever one I want to add. And um, that will allow it to be sweeter. Mm. Um, with three and a half pounds worth of honey, this guy will go to about 17, 16%. Yeast don't know how to read, so it could be 14, it could be higher. Stupid, mm. stupid yeast. Yeah, I got, I, ha- I got this guy to go to like 17%. Like one of my friends, I made it for his birthday, Jason. I don't know if he's in the chat right now, but that Viking's blood mm-hmm. over there. Um, that stuff is literally 17%. And I'm looking at it, I'm just like, how did you get there? Because uh, <laughs> I have a champagne yeast at home, which if you need something fermented, oh boy. That thing will work in mud, like champagne yeast for <laughs> some. Yeah, I don't know why, but it just it's one of the hardest working yeasts. So um, what you're saying is it's a beast of a yeast. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's going to be one of those days. Um, it's always one of those days. Yeah. So now- He I is indeed in the chat. Oh, wonderful. Jason. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to get rid of the scale now so that you can get a better view. See if we, yeah, yep, we could see what's on top. If you want to so, scoot it a little bit to, towards the camera, there you go. Nice. So, so right now we got three and a half. Uh, I usually pour in this stuff now because no matter how much I mix, no matter how much I do, some of it still clumps. Let so. the record show that Phil is carrying the pee bag. <laughs> it was off camera. That's fair. That's we fair. we do release this on audio, so it's, it's good to ah, know. Very yeah. fair, very fair. Phil is now pouring the pee into the mead. Yep, kind of looks like a porta potty. Let it be known that it is not laminar flow. <laughs> <laughs> so in the uh, in the chat, Traverse says, uh, "Waiting on my cherry mead." Upside oh. down smiley face. Um, I think that's the one I gave him to show on camera. Mm-hmm. No, this is the vanilla buckwheat. Oh. So vanilla buckwheat. Why vanilla buckwheat? Well, I got a buckwheat honey from my is, in-laws. Is this one? That is the Viking that is the blood. cherry mead right there. It's <laughs> they vi- they call it Viking's blood because I I mean look how dark it is. Um, you'll never see through it no matter how much it clears. Um, that's awesome. So we get to try it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason Jason in the chat can confirm that's one of the probably one of the best tasting things you can have, and it's one of the strongest ones I have. And oh boy, did we have a fun time! So that is the black tea. This is the you black tea. You're pouring the black tea in. Now, what is that like a cup's worth, or how many ounces, or do you just kind of wing it? So the fun part about this one is the ounces don't really matter, and this is slipping out of my hands. I'm going to do two hand job here. So <laughs> the ounces don't. <laughs> the ounces don't really matter. Um, <laughs> seriously, that's awesome. Actually, huh? we got a bunch of those. I'm not even mad. <laughs> that's a, I was like, respect. I didn't hear that when I when I watched this. On, when, when to get, I learned from your last stream. Can you put some reverb on me? Just, uh, you know what? I probably can. You know, I, I learned with me here. Yeah, you know, you guys got to watch the pot. They they get some really cool, like much cooler than me guests. So I don't um, know there's alcohol. <laughs> well. Uh, one way to do it um so pretty much phil black- you're our guest friend <laughs> this is a little awkward thanks thank you <laughs> forgot uh, we put that one on there <laughs> <laughs> um so the tea itself you can do as little as four ounces as mm-hmm. much you can do 20 ounces if you want it's the quantity of tea bags it's the extraction of the actual like tea itself so does that change the flavor 
Or um, one tea bag uh, of black tea? Mm-hmm. No. If I did five tea bags of black tea, it won't. You might get a little hint of that, like herbal, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. The tannins will overload you, and you'll be like, like it'll smack you in the face. This shit gross. Like, uh, like if I did uh, like one black tea bag, but then did like uh, like three or four like herbal teas. Then yeah, you'll you'll get some like let's say uh, to use that orange mm-hmm. uh, for an example, the orange flavors, especially if you use like an orange honey, mm-hmm. yeah, you'll you'll be like, wow. That, and then you'll get that back flavor of tannin because that tea adds no flavor at all. If anything, the only thing, one of the best things to do it, use it for. Clean the honey it, on the top. Exactly, because for those <laughs> at home that want to start this, um, I found out really quickly that about an ounce to two ounces of honey will stay in the funnel when you pick it up and get it on your feet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or rug or floor. No, it got right on the feet. Um, and I stepped in it too. Uh, Still makes me naked. <laughs> that's that's that, that was the thing it's, he told us it before. Is, it is canon now, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, and I quote: "This is the first time I'm making mead with pants on." That is that is that is true. <laughs> he did come in right for that moment. Yeah, that is true. Uh, the Dana, it, I'm sorry. It was acid. I'm so sorry. It Dana. was acid and no pants. Acid, no pants. <laughs> Phil, what's the show about? Uh, well, at this point, you uh, should hear the stories I was telling before we turned the stream on. <laughs> so, someone in the chat. Uh, JG Mart uh, asked where his kiwi banana pina colada meat is. Uh, that's a lot of... Say that one more time. Kiwi... Kiwi <laughs> banana pina colada. The pina colada part might be difficult, but uh, that's the fun part about mead. Yeah, probably possible to make it. Like mm-hmm. this right now, I was planning on just making it a traditional mead. So that traditional mead right there, this is probably going to turn mm. out a little bit strong. No, the mm. one, yeah, that one right there. It's probably going to turn out similar to that. This mm. one has, well, that one's stalled. So that's a whole nother story. Mm. But the f- same idea is behind these things. If we add some spices, it could become a methaglin, which AKA spiced mead. Mm-hmm. If we, uh, I can't do it now because the next two small, if I added jalapenos, it'll be a capsicum L, which is a jalapeno mead, mm. which is over there, which is your Can favorite. you just add like random it isn't shit? Um, to a degree, yeah. If you wanted to add, give me some basil, we can throw basil in here. Well, like, yeah, you'd be for, surprised. For more fruity shit, can you just throw, like, apples in there? Oh, yeah. Like, that wasn't me disagreeing. I just had my mouth full and went, ew. Like, like sliced? Like, if can you throw, oh, yeah. like, the you, you zested the orange. Can you throw the whole orange in there? Or is that, you like, can. sugar? Yeah. Well, uh, yes. Actually, that's not, that's not uh, the first one I ever made. That one, I think the problem was the pH level was too high. Hmm. Uh, so, honey by itself... Like either just by sheer dumb luck has the near perfect pH level for yeast to thrive. Most strains of yeast to thrive, so I don't actually have to add too much stuff to it. Mm. Um, sometimes when you add too many ingredients, you might lower it. So that's when people add like three tablespoons of lemon juice or something, just to like give bump it back to like that that perfect sweet zone. And it's not like true neutral. It has to. I believe it has to be on the slightly acidic side. Mm. I, I actually don't know what the number off the top of my head. I feel like pineapple mead would slap. Uh, surprisingly, it's the, quite the opposite. Really? It takes about two years for it to actually taste decent. Mm. For some wow. reason, Damn. Uh, I don't remember the name of the the enzyme, but that enzyme that wants to eat you, mm-hmm. like I think you, do you know what yeah. I'm talking that, that That weird flavor, that yeah. weird feeling you get, that stuff and mixed with the pectins, which makes it hazy, mm-hmm. that stuff combined kind of just is a flavor of Mm. Oh. And it just makes a weird, and it That's takes, a bummer. yeah, it takes like a year and a half to two years for it to just slowly kind of bind and settle out. Bro- so bromelain says someone. Thank you. Oh, Dana. It was Dana. So 
I know uh, blending an entire pineapple, mm-hmm. skin and everything, and then using that on tough meat for like 25 minutes makes it real tender. Yeah. But no more than 25 minutes, yeah. the meat actually starts to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird what, like, what works, what doesn't work. Um, I've found out the, the only two times um, I had to make something called a blow-off tube which is the emergency version of this guy. Uh, it's pretty much a bigger version where I insert a tube here and it goes to like a mason jar of just sanitization liquid because it's so vigorous. It's just pumping out, pumping out, pumping out. And it'll eventually, the liquid itself will just get too excited and will go into the valve and start to leak over. Mm. So you don't want that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only two times that's ever happened is when I made a cherry mead and went on a blackberry mead. Mm. So fruit for some reason. Mm. But going back to your apple, that's my personal favorite. It's called a sizer. Mm. What you do is you, instead of water, you put mm. apple juice in there. Oh. And there you go. Wow. I have a bottle of, I believe it's honey apple cider, but don't quote me on that. It's in the fridge. I haven't tried it. Uh, if you want, we can certainly... I, I believe it's organic. We can certainly... <laughs> Like I, uh, my, my, my in-laws brought me, uh, brought me some, like, I don't remember where they got it from, but they got me some mead. I believe one of them was cherry and I tried it and that's what gave me the idea for the Vikings blood. And I'm just like, I need to make this myself because this is expensive online. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so right now I'm just adding this now. And for those at home that are wondering, wait, Phil, you're holding it with your hands. My hands have been in and out of the sanitization liquid. So I am sanitized. Oh, actually good disclaimer. It kind of just looks like you're adding shredded cheese because the way the orange <laughs> It really is. looks like cheddar. <laughs> Especially looking at the camera right now, you see the zest oh, like sh- right on top. Oh crap, this is my cheese. Um, um, <laughs> Ooh, Cheese, <laughs> honey crisp. One hundred percent honey crisp apple cider. Now, uh, is that alcohol? No. Nope. Ingredients. Can... It's a long list. Honey crisp <laughs> apple juice. There you go. This we can we can, we can ferment that. Yeah. Oh, you could just make <laughs> just what, put oh, yeast in that. In well, the that, that's the fun. What, uh, like the cheapest way to do it is you open that up, you pour off like a fifth of it. Add yeast, maybe add quarter pound to half a pound of sugar. Close the cap, shake it vigorously. Loosen the cap. I don't recommend this because you can get bugs and stuff, but for cheapo, like literally bread yeast, mm-hmm. half a pound of sugar, let it open, leave it for three weeks, drink it. Mm. That's how they accidentally found out how to make alcohol back in the day. They had a magic stick that made alcohol. No, the yeast stuck to the stick. <laughs> <laughs> and as, and the funniest part about that is they did the best job because the more they used it, the more yeast stayed on it and evolved to be what they wanted. Mm. So if they constantly made uh, yes, the, orange zest meat. The, the Tootsie the Roll method. Exactly. Surprisingly, yeah. And the what? stick as it- Are you not aware that- I am not aware. Okay, so when they make Tootsie Rolls- me. The factory that makes Tootsie Rolls, the ingredients of the next day's Tootsie Rolls are the last day's Tootsie Rolls. It's like the rejected Kit Kats. Did you They're, know the filling of Kit Kats are rejected Kit Kats? So Kit Kats <laughs> what? and yeah, Tootsie they, Rolls are made out of themselves. Yeah. Yes. So when when <clears throat> when you get a Kit Kat on the factory, you know, the little conveyor belts, if they find a reject that's like, you know, maybe it's broken or something like that, they throw it in the reject pile. They don't throw it out. They just throw it in a macerator and they reuse it in the filling. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah gotcha. It's Tootsie just, Rolls is just a big vat of, like, taffy. So they don't clean that. It, it's a fucking vat of taffy. Oh, that's, like, in, in one, of my, one of my games, I play a halfling 
whose parents run an inn and they have what they call forever stew. Mm. Yeah, it's basically the same concept. Same thing. And I got that from an actual post about medieval taverns. That's a real thing. That is a real thing. They just keep adding whatever the, the like remainder of what they were butchering for the day in the forever stew. And it just cycled through enough and it became like each tavern's unique thing. It, mm-hmm. it, isn't that what they do with uh, sourdough bread too? You like um, use the same bottle of... Yeah, uh, if Emily's in the chat, she's going to hate me because I don't know how to explain it properly. There's like a starter or like a like a jar. It's like she showed it to me mm-hmm. when we were playing D&D one time, like online. And it was just a jar of yeast. <laughs> oh. And it was impressive. And then she said it died. And I was like really sad. But she's like, no, it happens. I was like, I don't... Uh, should I feel sorry? Because it, like she worked like three months to get that yeast or whatever it was to, to, to what she wanted. Yeah. They made a joke about that in Brooklyn nine, nine, which is the only reason I know about it. Um, <clears throat> in the chat, Uh-oh. uh, mini Sprock says, how did they make the first Kit Kat? Perfectly. Checkmate atheists. <laughs> 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 they made it wrong. That's how it became the filling for the next one. <laughs> Kitty underscore Kitty says my starter's name was Sir rise a lot. Oh yes. That, <laughs> that is Emily. Yes. Fantastic. We, JC we, the only says what came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> Technically, the Kit Kat apparently. Uh, n- n- the chicken came first because it evolved and then it laid the egg for the next generation. Correct. Oh, engineers. She also says you have to feed everything. the starter at least once a week. How did it die? I'm curious. What What do you do to kill a yeast starter or sourdough starter? I think you just don't feed it. Like jokes aside, but yeah. Mm. Is it like how often do you have to feed? Once a week. The fun part is like bread, like yeast starter, because that's like bread wise. I could do the same thing for this. Like after I'm done and um, I catch it early enough, uh, I can pour in more honey, pour, give it some more raisins, some more orange zest. Let's, not, let's say I'm doing the same recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, shake it up. There's a good chance it's going to start fermenting again. Mm. Because the only reason why yeast stop is because it's swimming in its own poop. Mm. And yeast yeast excrement is alcohol and gases. Oh. And eventually it gets to a point where we don't want to work anymore. And if you shake it up and some gas comes out, they might want to work some more and make some more alcohol. Mm. Oh. So, mm. Is that why I see uh, sometimes on the, uh, when they're like, <clears throat> at like the, the barrel cast and stuff, they take them out, they roll them and then they put them back in. Is that the gist? Just to like... Those that's a little bit different because they're they're aging in that barrel. Uh, distillation and uh, fermentation are two different things. My process would be first, and then I take this and distill it into something. So I could take this vanilla buckwheat, mm. and we can distill that, and I'll probably get like this much alcohol out of it mm. <laughs> because it's what is it? Yeah, it's barely thirteen percent. What do you distill in? Uh, a copper still. It's not legal in Jersey. I looked it up. Don't ask me. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? Exactly. Uh, also very dangerous because you are making pretty much pure alcohol mm-hmm. flavored, whatever flavor you're doing. So can you, uh, I know online there's like a, a lot of websites and I've bought a handful of them. You can get like these mini oak barrels. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you put like your mead into an oak barrel and basically age it or not really? Yes and no. Um, some of those are like fake, mm-hmm. unfortunately, where, yeah, you'll get some oak, but it's more of a mental thing. Like, look at this, guys. I, uh, I oaked my mead. Um, in reality, you need a lot of like just a lot of surface area. Those 40-gallon boys mm-hmm. are like, I don't actually know. What's the size of a scotch barrel? I think it's 40 gallons. Um, 
Someone in chat's smarter than me. They'll find it. If you're asking me about alcohol, you're asking the wrong. I That's think true. I think 40 gallons sounds about right. Yeah. So the way if I wanted to oak it, I actually get wood chips or wood staves, which are pretty much spiral cut pieces of wood. And you could put them in the bottle or you can put them in conditioning <laughs> phase. And uh, so who's bad mouthing me? Oh, someone in the chat said that sounds like how my Tamagotchi died. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then someone says, I'll oak your mead. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, that's fantastic. <sighs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Half the people in there. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so now I'm going to do the most dangerous thing ever electronics and water. So I'm going to. Would you like me to support you in this? It's just audio. Yes, it's just could. audio cables. I, I believe in you. I don't believe in myself. <laughs> just All right. So we have a bucket of uh, filtered water. Correct. And here's the best part. If I had the exact same recipe here and I made the exact same recipe at home. It'd be, it'd be a little different. That's a piece of raisin. Them damn raisins. <laughs> I told you, they get everywhere. Do you want me to stand by while you pour it and spot you? Uh, usually yeah, do you need, fine. Do you need something? Usually, he says. That's what the towel's hey, for. He's pouring. See, that's why I bought this awesome pitcher. You know, that is just close enough that you could kind of hear it, and now it sounds like we're in, like, fucking MetLife Stadium. You're not wrong. <laughs> um... <laughs> I love how you can like actually see the layers. Yeah, I don't really know if you can see it on the camera right now, but like, it's like from my angle, you can cookie. see the layers. Yeah, it's the it's the densities of stuff. It's like if, you, like your pee is floating there. <laughs> it's above the. I'm telling the you, this this looks like a uh, the fucking porta potty, but instead of blue, it's it's, it's already brown. Oh god! If I, if I put, it's a used porta potty. You know what? Next time, I'll make blueberry meat for you, just so it looks right, <laughs> just for you, Joe. Thanks. You're going welcome. home. <laughs> Take me with that. You poured that whole thing of water just for that? No, I, just I think he has much. to. Is that? Uh, is, we're going to be doing the shaky boy. You got to shake now, yeah. right? Yeah. So, oh, okay. It's funny. Um, you do not want oxygen in your mead have later you, on. In the have you ever done or have you ever thought to get the ultrasonic um, machine? What do you mean? Like the vibration thing? Mm -hmm. No. Because uh, I didn't think of it. Mm. You're uh, welcome. I promise I won't get it, Dana. I promise. Have you ever thought of it? No. <laughs> End of statement. No. Thanks. Yeah. Um, the reason why I didn't is because Unless. I don't technically really need it. Because I'll show you why. Uh, I'm just going to move away from the mic. So, as you can see for the camera at home. Here, let me go. Where's the camera at home? There we go. So... Honey's sticking to the bottom. You don't want to do that. So you got to shake this for about a minute or two. And then when you think you're done, you shake for about another minute because mm -hmm. you're not done. So explain why you don't need the ultrasonic shaker. Because this is all <laughs> I need. I'm going to take some shaking. Shaking the bacon. Shaking yeah. bacon. Um, you want me to do some shaking for you? Yeah, sure, if you want. You know, right. because there's raisins in there, it now looks even worse. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and all that string cheese floating just, around. Just look, yeah. look at this. Oh, this is a hell of a color. Look, it's look, an just, odd Look choice. at this beautiful stuff. That's the end product. Don't look here. Don't look behind the curtain, all right? This so, is not This is not nice. So for the radio listeners, the, 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 the listeners that will be looking later, um, <laughs> it, it looks like a bad Taco Bell trip. <laughs> That's what it looks like. I'm not going to make the other noise. Um... 
Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what we're doing right now is um, you see these bubbles. If you stop shaking for two seconds, see mm -hmm. all that little foam line, these bubbles. Mm -hmm. We're actually trying to introduce some oxygen into the liquid itself. When yeast are starting up, yes, they need sugar. They need everything. But uh, oxygen, that's good enough. Go back. Okay. Let me move this over here. So oxygen I is, is uh, and now it is your mead. Good job. I don't want the poop mead. <laughs> too bad. <laughs> too bad. Not after how that's, it's been described. That's too damn bad. Um, <laughs> so this beautiful foam head right here, um, that's just telling us that there is oxygen now inside this liquid. And at the start of uh, yeast production, it doesn't instantly start producing... Um, it moved down by itself. <laughs> nope. You can move the back nope, one. That way you can move the whole thing up. Righty tighty, lefty loosey. Gotta remember. There you go. You're getting it. So, um, yeast start by producing a colony, mm -hmm. and then they start producing um, alcohol. So like ants. Exactly. So they need the oxygen to start out with. What problem is, once they're done and they start producing alcohol, you do not want to introduce oxygen. That's what the one-way valve's for. Because mm. the second you introduce oxygen... Oxygen plus alcohol equals vinegar. Mm. Oh. So I will eventually try and make vinegar. Surprisingly, I hate vinegar. Is that why if you leave a bottle of wine open too long, it ends up tasting like vinegar? Kind of. I thought yeah. they say that's basically the, like wine vinegar is basically skunked wine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not exactly because most, like once you get in the ABV range of like 10% or higher, vinegar can't really be produced. It's mostly just off flavors at that point. But you might be might be right. I do not I know. thought like the running joke is like all wine turns to vinegar. That's <laughs> that's like the running joke is that it, with enough time any wine will be vinegar. Yeah, and actually sometimes sealed wine improperly yep. stored will turn vinegar to mm -hmm. vinegar. It actually happened to my parents in their their old basement. They had really old wine. It was sitting in a wine rack. The problem was before that it was at my grandfather's house and it was sitting Straight uh, up. And that is a cardinal no-no. Yep. Because really? the cork dries out, so the cork shrinks, so air gets in, and now you have vinegar. Uh, so that's why wine bottles are always sideways. It's to keep liquid in the cork to keep the cork moist so that the uh, liquid doesn't get aired. I did not know that. Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. Fun stuff. When I, uh, when I worked at the liquor store, I can't tell you how many times people, like, would buy, like, the super high-end wines, and every now and then they'd come back and, like, well, this wine is bad. And they'd, you know, they would bring in the bottle, they'd show us the cork, and the cork would be, like, super dry and super brittle. And, yeah, because it was just such an old bottle of wine that, I guess, whenever it was shipped to us, because we would always keep our good bottles laying flat and all that, mm -hmm. but I guess whenever it was shipped to us, it just was shipped with a bad cork, and the wine was sour and not good. That's tough. Mm -hmm. So, so would you take those back or? Oh yeah, hmm. yeah. It, it, it oh, would if you're, if you're buying an expensive bottle, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we we would take it back and also bring it back to the seller, like the distributor, and count it as breakage. Ah, gotcha. So you probably saw me doing a weird angle, like what's up? Mm -hmm. Um, there's a point where you, it gets to danger zone. Mm -hmm. Um, I was trying to make sure to because. You keep adding, that means you get more product out, but eventually you get to the point where it will just blow out the top. Mm -hmm. So it's a it's a it's a fine uh, little 
back and forth. It's a slippery slope. Exactly. One gallon should be in this neighborhood where I just poured to. So I could add a little bit more, but uh, on the safe side, we'll keep it like this. Mm-hmm. Now you'll notice it's dark, on, dark the on the bottom. So now I'll get to uh, this boy. I keep it in the case because it's made out of glass and everyone knows how clumsy I am. Uh, it was sanitized. I'll sanitize it again before I use it. So is that sanitized uh, bin you have? Mm-hmm. Is it like... Um, it's sanitized, so you dip stuff in there, you put it back in, or yeah, you have so, to wipe it off? Um, the good stuff about, the good part about this stuff is it's food safe. Mm. So I can pull it, I can pull, I put my funnel down in there so it doesn't get sticky or anything. Uh, if I pull it out, I can just let it drip for five, ten seconds, put it right here, and if a couple drops get in there, that's fine. Mm. You know, uh, most of my meads will have a couple drops because you cannot, like, I would have to sanitize this like 12 hours beforehand, let it air dry, and by then, you have to it's not it again. sanitized yeah. again. So it's just the problem. I guess if it's food safe, then it doesn't matter. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so this right here, uh, one of the coolest tools, um, it's probably like the only tool, quote unquote, scientific tool that I use. It's called a hydrometer. I'm trying to let's get the rotation here. So there's three different scales on it. I'm not going to lie to you. I only know, know personally how to use one of them because mm-hmm. it's, just the easiest one for me. Mm-hmm. It's called the specific gravity. Um, what that literally means is, just for layman's terms, how much sugar is in the <laughs> liquid itself? <laughs> Someone in the chat uh, says, Phil, looking forward to your sanitized flavored mead. <laughs> Who said it? Uh, white right hand. hand. Right hand, mute that, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we also use specific gravity when we're doing uh, acid battery measurements at work because mm-hmm. it works in the same way. Mm. Yep. If you have too much electrolyte from the battery broken down from each side of the cathode and anode, you start to lose your battery charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, for for our purposes, we're not trying to charge any mead. Um, hopefully. Jesus, that'd be terrifying. Um, <laughs> pretty much... Hit me. <laughs> Hit me. Oh, that's I strong. Get, I get eight miles per gallon on my meat. <laughs> I was about to say, if you get eight miles per gallon on me, then buddy, you're distilling. Um, <laughs> so um, honey generally uh, has uh, like 35 points of gravity. Mm-hmm. So that's the f- that's one of the reasons why I like this hobby is I can, I'm just going to put a cap on this now just in case so it doesn't get in there while we're talking. Um, sanitization. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can do the math. Like if I'm like making, let's, I was, that's why when I was messaging you guys, I was like, Hey, I'm going to do this, this, and this because three pounds will give me this much probable alcohol versus mm-hmm. four pounds. But if I use four pounds, it might not ferment because the yeast can't handle that. If I know the general scope of what my yeast can ferment to, I can kind of math it out in my head. Like I want this to go dry. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to dry meat. So I know that if I add three and a half pounds, it can't eat all that. I'll add three pounds. It goes dry, probably 14%. Awesome. Mm. So that's one of the reasons why so I like this hobby. dry as opposed to? Eh, like a semi-sweet, which I'm hoping that's what this goes to. Uh, you can't really talk to the yeast to like, you, can, you can't really encourage them to do that job. But uh, I added just enough to make it somewhat sweet. Uh, if it actually eats all of it, that's great. I can just add more honey to it. Mm. Um, if it gets, if it stalls, which I can now talk about that first mead right there, mm-hmm. it's stalled. What that means is the yeast gave up. 
Uh, for we're, lack of a lack of a better term, we're done, Coach. Yeah, yeah. Literally, <laughs> literally that's what they told me. Um, it was like because I made two of the same, uh, in, like pretty much the same ingredients, the same things, just two different bottles. Because I was making meat for the first time, I'm gonna make two gallons of it, but in two separate. That way, I get the practice. One finished out perfectly, awesome. Some people in the chat tried it. I tried it. It was great. The second one, excuse me, the first one went about halfway, so maybe like four or five percent alcohol, and it was just done. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> swirl, swirl, swirl. Gas comes out, and it goes down by like two points of gravity. Swirl, swirl. Two points of gravity. I'm like, oh, this is a this is a problem. <laughs> so I just kind of left it for like a month. Nothing happened. I added a new yeast, like the champagne yeast that like will work in mud. Mm-hmm. It's working slow, and I Frankenstein that thing to the point where it works. But if you look at the label, I have no idea how much alcohol's in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> it might be. The first meat I ever made, it was like 11 to 12%. Like I think it was like 11.5%. That one might be more, mm. might be less. So this, this this is 13-14? Should it really say like 7-21? No, because I know for a fact <laughs> that it ate more sugar. Mm. So like 10-21. <laughs> sure. Maybe. I don't know. At this point, I know uh, you can tell because once you've made enough of this and you taste tested enough of this stuff, you'll be like, "Mm, that's not enough alcohol. What happened? Then you take a measurement and you're just like, oh, I didn't add enough honey because I added, oh, two pounds of honey. Oh, fun fact. Take notes. Because if you don't take notes, you'll know, don't know what you did, and then you have to spill it out when. Ah, uh, yes, you know. like every mm-hmm. other recipe of everything I've ever cooked. It's yeah. not science if you don't write it down. Oh, speaking of which, that's a good point. Um, for government reasons, please, uh, if you're under twenty-one or under legal drinking age, don't do this, because I can yeah. get in trouble. So you're over twenty-one. Make regular tea. Yeah. Yes. Go, go drink Gatorade or something. You know. I had a legal disclaimer. I had Sunny D this morning for the first time. I'm sorry, first time, like in a really long time. Oh, thank oh, God! Okay. So I was like, I what went, kind of American are so you? So, like, I haven't touched a that Sunny shit's D. Disgusting. I love it's that good, shit so much. but I was looking over like what was in it because, like, so when's the last time you like looked at a Sunny D? I was probably twelve. You I know? looked at it about three months ago because I wanted to ferment <laughs> it, but so, it didn't work. So, so I know why it wouldn't work. <laughs> no. The first ingredient in Sunny D. Is high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. <laughs> Number one ingredient. Do yeah. you know what a, an ingredient is all the way towards the bottom that shouldn't be in a drink that people drink? Canola oil. Mm-hmm. What? There's oil in Sunny D. For what, texture? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even, I don't remember because it's been so long, like a couple months now. I don't even know if there's orange, like actual orange juice in there it. Is. It's there is. There is orange juice concentrate, apple juice concentrate, okay. lime juice concentrate, and something else concentrate. Listen, the best the best kind of juice I've ever had is ironically named bog juice. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> it's papaya orange guava, and it's like standard fare in Hawaii. Okay, that <laughs> makes more sense. Why but it just the name. yeah, but it just so happens to be named bog juice, so accurate. Someone in the chat says it's for viscosity and consistency. But, like, did they have to use oil? <laughs> it's supposed to be juice. <laughs> so I see you stirring again. I see a lot of bubbles. Mm-hmm. You're, I see you stirring with a different technique this time. So because this is now, I could still do this. It's not yeah. a problem. But right now, I'm not trying to add the oxygen. So all these bubbles you see in here, that's, the, that's just telling me that there's oxygen in this solution. So we did a good, you did a good job. 
Woohoo! Good job. You do it. I'm now, the best at mead. It, now it looks like um don't it looks like a heavy beer. Okay. Like what like um uh, I like, like how you immediately <laughs> assumed he was going somewhere gross. It was with that. it was I was thinking about it. No, um when you start like that, like the way the uh the air comes out, it kind of looks like you're um uh what the fuck is the 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 beer I'm thinking of? Oh sweet Jesus. Guinness. Guinness. It, yeah. it looks like a Guinness, yeah. like the nitro. I can see what you, yeah. It's like Guinness and like a blue moon had a baby. Yeah. So that's the surprising thing. Once this starts going and you start to see the little bubbles going up the top and bubbling, like for those that have been at my house in my mead station, they know I have a chair in front of my fermentation station. Um, and yeah, I do watch the bubbles because <laughs> it's fun. So we got, a, we got someone in the chat. That's uh, Nikon. Uh, an old friend of mine gave me a Sunny D and told me it was orange juice to see my reaction. I spit it all over his living room. (laughs) 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 Well deserved. You don't trick people into drinking or eating anything. No. Yeah, no. That's why uh, before, before thing, like jokes aside, I told, uh, I told like, there's going to be jalapeno (laughs) spice levels. Oh no. Every time you're laughing, I'm just wondering Uh, like what one of my friends might've said. JG Mart. Said, uh, this dude literally does the equivalent of watching paint dry as a hobby. <laughs> I'm going home. If you can't <laughs> stop the stream, you can't drink the paint after. You I mean, can. you can. Once. You, can. you shouldn't. No, it's more than once. They got the let out. <sighs> I hate all of you. So no, you don't. So what's that? So is that this the is catheter? just. <laughs> yes, I'm, uh, there, basically. <laughs> so this uh, this syringe is one of because I used to use a turkey baster. <laughs> Um, cause technically, <laughs> yeah, well, when you start a hobby and you don't want to spend much money, I don't know how, I don't know how that about works to say the wrong thing to the wrong people. <laughs> Joe yeah. and I are the exact opposite. of I'm that. like, I'm going to start a hobby better invest in the best equipment possible to get my foot in the door. I'm only going to do this for like three months. Might as well make them good. When I got into dice making, I was like $860 for supplies. Fuck it. My ADD only lets me have hobbies for a very short amount of time. <laughs> so you are measuring. I should have put this in there first. We were... yeah, you should have, but you could, you could, you could slurp some back yeah, you out. Could slurp yeah, some yeah, out. yeah, I'm gonna slurp really, it out. Really get it in there. Which one of you did? Which one of you did? I like how we all agreed. It's just like no. We're all just like yep. So mm. how how fast does that measure? Is it like an immediate? It's measuring right now. So what it does is it's going to float to a specific spot mm-hmm. and it's going to stop floating and that'll tell me how much uh, so sugar. It's just, it's just float. Exactly. Got it. So let's rotate this guy around. So I do this little spinny trick I learned on, from online because bubbles will stick to it and it's mm-hmm. harder to read. Mm. Notes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there it is. So stop spinning. You spin me right round. Stop it! Don't demonetize me. Because you don't you don't want to touch it too much. Because then it'll. Oh, look at that! Just kidding. We're not monetized. One yeah. point. <laughs> one point one four. So. Uh, so that tells me J- I need to add more water. JG Mart said uh, Phil broke all the glass in my house, so I drink my bourbon out of a turkey baster. <laughs> I didn't break all. <laughs> All right, just the First majority. Of all, no, 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 no. I didn't break gla- drinking glasses. I broke a frame with glass in it. Okay, and it wasn't my fault. It was your freaking brother. Right. Shout out Justin. But yeah, 
Also, to uh, Minnie's proc, uh, yes, my hobby is collecting hobbies. There you go. You're not wrong. It's, so it's not on purpose. It kind of just happens. Joe told me he was going to 3D print me something over a year ago. I got three pieces down. Then my printer broke. Out of? Like eight. To, to be fair, <laughs> when I asked him to, he did print me my new character, like mini. So That's that a different nice. printer. Different printer. Oh, uh, fair. So, uh, what just happened? Um, measured we measured stuff? it, and it came out to be 1.140 specific gravity. Mm-hmm. A little higher than I wanted. What that means is uh, I either didn't add enough, uh, enough water, most common mm-hmm. problem. B, the honey is more potent than usual mm-hmm. because technically... Like I like just like yeast, bees don't read either. Mm-hmm. It can be about thirty-two. I know. It's the more you know, bees can't read. Yeah, bees can't read. You learned it from Phil. Dumbass bees. <laughs> about thirty-two <laughs> points. About thirty-eight points. Phil, are you telling me that those bees made that honey extra thick? <laughs> At least three C's. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, someone white hand says uh, it's absolutely Phil's fault. Uh. J J G Mart said uh, Phil's insurance keeps declining his claims, <laughs> and we got that thick honey. <laughs> did it censor? It did thick. It censored cues in the chat. <laughs> it's what only it's only on my phone. It censors every fucking thing that may be bad. I want to be the person who programmed thick with n number of cues afterward in as a curse word. The fact that it censored it after four cues. And the whole thing like, got Is censored. there just some guy on Twitter's backing on um, thick with extra cues? That's censored. It's censored WTFF as well, just in case you're wondering. Oh. <laughs> That's weird because I'm, I'm looking at, at, at it no, on Streamlabs fine. and it's, it's fine. Yeah, Streamlabs doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Your phone is just like, this is the official Twitch My app. virgin ears. All right. So, Twitch intern <laughs> got paid $9 to do that. Not enough. Hey. Get out of there. So <laughs> we don't want cat hair. So how how Stop fast it, does that measure? <laughs> what do you mean? How how fast? Like, uh, I guess I would say instantly. And now is that just measuring like how much consistency Sugar. things are? Or uh, it's measuring the uh, well. It's very stupidly technical. Where pretty much it's. Layman's terms, it's measuring the density of how much sugar's in there. Mm. You know, so it, it always kind of takes me by surprise how far we've come with uh, digital instrumentation. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that before digital instrumentation was around, there were a lot of like very low tech solutions for a lot of a lot of different things. Like mm-hmm. there is a humidity and temperature measuring device called a sling psychrometer. And it is essentially a piece of plastic with two uh, slides that go in and out of each other, a piece of rope that you dampen, and then a hinge. And when you pull them apart, it like flops over like a nunchuck, and then you spin it like a nunchuck (laughs) for about, I think it's like two minutes. And then when you stop, you put it back together, and based on the amount of humidity that the uh, water that the rope lost, you can tell the humidity in the room. Oh, wow. So, and you kind of like match it up to, I think you need to know the current temperature for it with like a mercury thermometer. And then with that, you can determine the wet bulb temperature, the dry bulb temperature, which is all really important for air conditioning a space. So like, it always amazes me simple solutions for stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's, it's much easier to just read a digital 
humidity stat, but it is cool that there used to be a whole separate way to do all this stuff. And I've never seen a, like a, a manual probe like that before for specific gravity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could technically, I think it's called a something spectrometer. I don't, I don't remember the specific name for it, mm-hmm. but I could buy I see just the like bubble you say. line floating for when you poured it down. Yep. Um, pretty much that electronic thing expensive. It's like two, 300 bucks. Um, I'm not buying a Dana, I promise. Um, <laughs> um, real quick, we have a lot of requests to uh, pause production until chat sees the cat. <laughs> I don't Come know. here, baby. I don't know where he is. He's over here. Oh, uh, he plopped. Yep. Let me, wait, let he me plopped. guess. Let me guess who asked first. Cat. Uh, kitty, kitty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let me guess. Kitty, kitty. So, and then everyone else is saying show cat. <laughs> so for the for those at home, for the longest time. Um, when I used to just play like Minecraft or stuff with Emily and, uh, and Mark and Nick, those are the Pittsburgh crew. Um, I, sorry, Emily, I didn't know her name for about three or four months because they always referred to her as the cat and her like Minecraft name is like Kitty Kitty. So I'm like, I'm so, this is awkward. I don't want to ask her what her name is. Sorry, Emily. This is Kel. He's stupid. Very. He's a male cat, but he's got no balls. But we didn't remove them. His eyes don't open. No, he, they do now. They do now? Oh, my yeah. God. When did that happen? When his chakra aligned. <laughs> is, it, is it focused? It is, per- it is very focused. <laughs> yeah, but it's on his toes. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there were requests for... Uh, for, uh, for the beans? Show him the feet pic. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 guys. That's for the OnlyFans. That's for the After Hours podcast. Yeah, yeah that's, right. that's for the Patreon. I was about to say, five five ninety nine a month. Come on, guys. Hey, you can join Joe, the Joe needs a new 3D printer, guys. All right. <laughs> yeah. These hobbies don't fund themselves. <laughs> These 72 hobbies that he has. Jesus. Uh, Forget the meat. That was the highlight of the show. Yeah, I was about to say, I can go home. Like, that's, that's it. The Son minute the God. cat was on the screen, chat exploded. Yeah, I don't know why I'm here right now. Uh, so that's one of four cats, but you can't pick any of the other three of them up. <laughs> that's yeah. a lie. I picked up one painfully. Yeah. Violet, oh. you could pick up kind of. Dusty will throw hands. Oh, yeah, he does. And uh, she does. Xena, just, you can't All find her. Best fucking hide-and-seek champ. champ. Honest to God, when you, said you, when, when you said that there were four cats in this household, you, I said... You come to D&D for like a year, and you've only ever seen three cats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've been coming to your house how long now for D&D? Two to three years. You say that, but I walked over there before, and Xena was eating. She, she's getting better because the, the baby's here. Oh, uh, okay. And prior to that... <laughs> True. There's eating going on. So, right so now, is that the yeast? This was was of the yeast, and mm-hmm. um, again from the YouTube, uh, from that YouTube personality, mm-hmm. he said, "Thwack your pack." I'm going to steal his catchphrase because you'd be surprised <laughs> how much he, yeast sticks to everything. I would drop that in there if I did that, guaranteed. One oh of the, yeah. One of the weirdest. If Phil things, didn't, you wouldn't. Yeah, no. I don't know how I don't. But now that I... Now no, you I, just I jinxed it. it. The next batch of mead you're making, you're <laughs> dropping it in. You're getting Text me if it happens. I want the credit for it. Yeah. So you can see Son here of a bitch. around the neck because even like me stirring it up mm-hmm. and the water, it's going it. to stick. Yeah. So now, this is technically now, I guess, a must it would be called. Mm. I don't know if the beer terminology translates to mead, but pretty much what that means is if we let this go, this will now, in ideal conditions, produce alcohol. Mm. And um, you can put that picture on the ground. Um, no, baby. Do you we'll need anything it. else from it? 
Because nope. baby's gonna try to stick his head in it. He's like, fine. "Hey, if he's thirsty, that's a cup." Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> the chat's thirsty for him. Let him be. Let him satiate his thirst. So as you can see, I'm never gonna get that yeast off of there, no matter how. Can hard I try? Please be my guest. With enough shaking. So I did the math. Uh, if. <laughs> <laughs> That bitch clean. You know what? It was worth coming on the show <laughs> just for the face alone. So now this fucker's heavy. You, now you don't have to worry about now shaking. You, you, now, you, now you know why I roll. Does the ever, shake. does everyone get a chance to shake? Is this like a field trip? You know what, guys? This is your mead. Do what you want. You know, the best part is, guys, at home, we haven't even started drinking yet. This no, is just no. This is just <laughs> this is just us. This, this is, is a podcast. Just, yeah. Well, now that this is pretty much almost Challenge done. vanquished. Oh, well, I mean, do you no, pass it down. We all got to. Yeah, we, we all, all have. To, we all have to shake. Yeah, but not we'll more, all be our holders but, and shakers this evening. But not more than three times. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Otherwise, you're playing, playing with yourself. yourself. You'd be surprised how heavy it is. Uh, and one of the reasons why. Oh, I wait, wait, wait. Nice. That's my plan. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. For the math people at home, I think Cardi B wrote a song about that. Grass. We got a we got a specific gravity of one point one four zero. So what that means is, <laughs> is that meat ASMR guys. <laughs> oh, you just gave me an idea. That's why I'm going to make my millions. <laughs> OnlyFans, meat ASMR for four ninety nine a month. Tag us occasionally. Oh, no, come on, you know. <laughs> come on. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, hold on. This is a rated R podcast. It's fine. Um, so doing the math here, this will, um, the yeast will eat as much sugar as it wants. It'll probably go anywhere between 14 to 16%, hopefully. And it will leave. I think that's basically the same color. Very similar. Yeah. Uh, it will leave some sweet. Keep seeing behind. the cheese floating around in there. So, uh, <laughs> Bob, did you want to give it a shake? He, I g- he gave it oh, a shake. Oh, I gave it a shake. For, yeah, he, for, he for got his too. So got now. The last thing we, so here's the fun part. Do not leave the cap on. <laughs> if I left this on for more than two to three hours, it would be a bomb. I was going to say, does it break um, the glass or does it shoot the cap off? Oh, Which one will, happens it, first? It will pop. It, this is plastic, but because it's, it's good, it, this, this glass will mm, pop. Wow. Um, same thing with fruit. So if, uh, I use two types of, this is because I knew there wasn't going to be any uh, I just saw the little orange boy. Um, <laughs> some cheese for, for Bob. Mm. Um, tasty, tasty cheese. Mm. Because um, if I want to add like the jalapenos <laughs> or the cherries, I have a wide mouth mm. and that's how you add it. If a fruit cap happens and it's somehow like- A, a what? A fruit cap. What that like means fruit is- fruit gets stuck at the fruit top. Fruit gets stuck at the top. Gases won't get past it. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's unobstructed. It's a fruit explosion. It will pop and mm. uh, yeah. So that's why I always put my stuff in like a brewer's bag and I put like glass weights in it, which unfortunately I lose a little bit of liquid, mm-hmm. uh, but it will sink it to the bottom or as, as much to the bottom as it goes. So there's no fruit cap on top. Mm. Hmm. Little things. Bag? Bag. So now brewer's bag. Uh, so you know what a nut bag is? No jokes in chat. No. Okay. First of all, we all know oh, it's a nut sack. <laughs> Second of all, you know, <laughs> I forgot. What did you think? What I did you forgot how we were you know, reacting. I was, I was talking. I know you said like, that because you wanted that no. reaction. For once, I was like technical terms. I was so I was like, wow, we're talking math here, guys. <laughs> the term is a sack for Phil. God damn it. So you fill cooking, your sack with nuts. No, so you know, like if you want to make almond milk, mm-hmm. uh, and you like macerate or you you throw them in a blender, etc., yada yada. Mm-hmm. Um, you would put them in a bag that contains nuts. You know, I've looked into this. 
It is a sack. Really? Nut sack? Because <laughs> I looked into making almond milk because I was like, I really like almond milk. How hard is it to make? Step and then two, people are like, macerate your nut sack. Step, <laughs> See you yeah. later. Step one. Not the hobby for me. <laughs> Step one. Put water in a blender. Step two. Put your nuts in the blender. Step three. Blend the nuts. That's pretty much almond milk. You guys aren't monetized, right? Just making sure. Because uh, you're getting demonetized. You know what? Someone's going to monetize you just to get demonetized. You're going to get sponsored by someone like in the next five minutes. Just it's going to so be an almond milk company. <laughs> almond Breeze. Sack. Almond Breeze. Hey, Brought hit me up. Tabletop Trio. Yeah, hit me up, Almond Breeze. You know, I don't drink almond milk, but I like money. Um, so uh, if you can hit me with that little thing. This will be the last zoom in. So Move you it see, over. Uh, Towards yeah. the camera. There we there go. It is. So right here, there's a little bit of that liquid. Pretty much the goal. So what was that liquid? This is the sanitization stuff. I can't okay. lift it because it's five gallons. I, well, I, I had go. shitty alcohol. That's what I was asking. Does It doesn't matter any liquid or? Uh, as something that will kill bacteria and fruit flies. Mm. So you do not want to put like. So bad vodka. Yeah, bad vodka. You don't want to put like, um, what's that? 95% stuff. Everclear. Yeah, Everclear. Isop Isopropyl much, will evaporate. Uh, yeah, eventually. Ah. And it will probably eat the plastic too because yeah, this is not know. that star. Oh. If you put Everclear, you have to be careful because if it goes negative, which means for some reason, it, if this was cold mm -hmm. and it starts to heat up, it'll it'll pull it, no, excuse me, backwards. If it's very hot and it starts to get cooler, it'll pull oh, and it might act accidentally. That's why you never want to overfill this. So you, if you can't see in the camera, each side of this check valve has like three orbs that are connected end to end. So there's a passageway for the liquid. When he put it in, only the two bottom orbs on each side were full of liquid. And when he pushed it down and applied pressure in one direction, all the fluid was pushed into the end that's closer to the exit. And then yep. you rubber band it down to make sure it doesn't shoot out? Um, pretty much. These Because I've worked with these bungs, and they are called bungs, um, <laughs> which makes that the bunghole. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool. It is the bunghole, and there are different. Dope. There are different size bungholes. I'm you know, 33. You know this makes this makes perfect sense. Uh, Nikon said our future sponsor will be Manscaped. I'm sure they'll be calling any day. <laughs> um. So yeah, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, in chat and gentlemen here. This is uh, this is done. What it, does the yellow cap on the top of that have to come off, or does that stay on? Uh, it comes off when I want to clean it or if I'm filling it. Um, usually you just keep it on just for like the bigger part. Like you don't want like, I don't know why sand. Oh, cat hair. There you go. So mm. cat hair won't get in there or anything gotcha. like that. Um, fruit flies will still squirm their way in there. Really? Because, really? because there's little there's little pockets. Mm. This isn't like actually sealed because again, you want the air to come out. Mm. But I have had like one or two floaters in there, which mm. means the, san the sanitization liquid did its job. Mm. Usually, um, I... Me personally, I prefer using like a cheap vodka mm -hmm. or one of my cheaper alcohols that I have at home, which I have a, Dana can attest to it. I have too much. Mm -hmm. um, because you see these bubbles? Mm -hmm. If this gets vigorous, this will still, like a month from now, this will still bubble because mm -hmm. that's, it's, its job is to bubble because then it can fill in those nooks and crannies to like really get the sanitization going. Mm -hmm. um, so it'll bubble, bubble, and then it'll come out the top it doesn't do anything. It just gets that like weird little filminess to it. Mm. Like I have the actual bottle of star sand off camera right here. Later on, we can show it off. But pretty much one ounce of that stuff for every five gallons of water you make. Mm. Pretty good. Oh, wow. So that jug you have over there lasts you a considerable amount oh, of time. Oh, God. Yeah, I bought that two years ago. <clears throat> wow. It is about halfway through.
Yeah. And, and I'm assuming it didn't come full. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, because it, it, it has the weird little, it like, if you watch me squeeze the thing, it's for some reason one of the hardest things to get to the ounce and you're just like, your hands start to vibrate because you're like trying to get it to the ounce. Mm. But uh, Probably because yeah. it wants like a precise measurement. Is it super liquidy or is it? That is surprisingly, <clears throat> a ver- it's almost <laughs> like, almost like watered down honey. Like mm. it's, so it's nice and viscous. Um, and then once you pour it in here, I use uh, I use a stainless steel spoon to mix it because if I use plastic, eventually the plastic will get eaten. Um, the previous owners of the house left a uh, new, like <laughs> it still had the receipt inside the box, uh, igloo cooler. Oh. Wow! Uh, and I uh, looked it up online. Three hundred and fifty bucks. Well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was, it was a like tiny a, boy. It was but. a tiny boy. But uh, surprisingly. Uh, Holds five gallons very well, and uh, it's acid resistant. At least mm. the one I hope. Like, as long as I don't pour in like concentrated stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, so we yeah. have a we have some chat. Oh boy. White hand. Uh, yeah. White hand says uh, raid shadow legends and entered the chat. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Kitty Kitty says also fun fact: a buttload is a real unit of measurement for alcohol. Mm-hmm. That is correct. It's 126 gallons. Wow. Uh, yep. Which I did know because I laughed like a little schoolgirl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't even imagine how that would sound. Emulate it. Good. So so now that is, how long do we wait until that is uh, so drinkable? The f- the f- oh, drinkable? Is it ready uh, yet? <laughs> you can drink it right now. It's done, yeah. We could, it, it would just be liquid honey with some like yeasty particles in there. Mm. So it wouldn't. Gross. It, yeah. But if Ooh, you've ever chunky. watered, yeah, if you've ever watered down honey, that's pretty, you would pretty much just be drinking honey water. Would I get a lot of the cheese? Uh, <laughs> probably not. I use shredded mozzarella. So, you know, it's, oh. like, you know, you did use my favorite cheese. Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Um, generally I would do my first check after about two weeks ish, mm-hmm. sometimes 10 days. If I see this thing going like vigorously, I added, this is the first time for this specific recipe. I've added Fermato, which is that nitrogen booster, if you want to call it that. So it might be like nitrous oxide and just go and just go like, we're done in like 10 days and I can put wow. it into conditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, the longest I've ever which had you will to then wait. bring to D and D of course. Well, no, then I'll, I'll save a bottle and I'll give it to you so you can show it on stream because advertising. Mm. Yes. Hey. And um, <laughs> just to have to, but he up. doesn't sell it. No. Oh yeah, that a fun fact. Uh, if you want to get into home brewing, um, if you live by yourself, as a dungeon in, master, I do quite a bit of home brewing. Fair, man. Yeah, fair, fair. <sighs> Thank you. Yeah, uh, you know what? Can I get the pad over here? Um, so, if you are going to try and homebrew, uh, this is just some legal stuff. If you tr- want to get into the hobby, uh, yeah, go ahead if you want to. Um, Dana got me that pen, best pen ever. Um, <laughs> about a hundred gallons uh, for one person can be brewed if the household only has one adult. If there are two or more, it can be up to two hundred gallons a year. So who, who, who's measuring this? I don't know, but it's like I want to know. There's a department is somewhere. Is is this someone's job to just cold call people? No, 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 no. So. The quantities I make, I, I think, I don't even think I've made a hundred, I don't think I've actually made like 60 gallons total throughout the like two years I've um, been homebrewing. It's more for the people that want to subvert the laws and they're like, look, I'm homebrewing, but then go to like a festival and like sell it at a table, you know, like go to like 
Columbus mm. flea markets. Mm-hmm. If, if if for people at chat that know that's my like my favorite place to go. Mm. Uh, I will but go to I a flea market Columbus. with you anytime. I love flea markets. Um, I have a problem with flea markets, so I don't go anymore. Yeah. Um, I fucking love Columbus. I found a table of table of like minded people. This is great, but like <laughs> we are um, indeed a table. How did you not already know that? Uh, well, I didn't. I never. <laughs> it's in about the name. Markets. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> that is. I, I am pretty. Pretty dumb, I guess. Uh, but it's pretty much for those people where all of a sudden, if uh, if somebody sends a tip and they're like, hey, you know, Phil Ryback at, you know, insert address here. Um, he's, uh, he's brewing a lot of mead and I saw him like trading his mead for services or like selling because like there's ways i could technically i could technically gift you a bottle mm. like for like for instance i've already given bottles to like half the people i know like mm. like hey yep, you like they're in the chat yeah yeah like here yeah. try this here try this please don't die but try this like um like a pig like straight yeah no like no. i guess uh, <laughs> so um it's got the it's the last line in his notes did subject die question mark uh no that's like the first or second one uh, Try adjusting with the uh, the bigger the, knob. The back knob. Ah, the back knob. See, the thick boy. There it is. See, noob, noob here, guys. I'm sorry. Um, you're <laughs> it happens. Right. It's okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like, I don't want to get into trouble. I don't want to have that problem in my life. I'm doing this because it's fun. <laughs> Kitty is waiting for her payment for the labels. I got them set aside for you. One methaglin, one rosamel. You got it. Don't worry. N- uh, the Nick UPS will be coming to you. Um, one of my... F- well, Zoom I'm, tight. Uh, did you just do a drug deal on our stream? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm watching an episode of Breaking Bad there. <laughs> you need the methylman in this. But this. So a uh, friend of mine li- used to live here. He moved out to Pittsburgh. Mm. Nick UPS is, he transports uh, stuff there and back for him. So uh. she, uh, Emily made the labels for me. I was like. Drug mule. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> no, I need mule. Need mule. Yeah, I legally can't cross state lines anymore because of reasons. So, like, no, but, uh, um, so, but pretty much those weird names I just said, methaglin. That mm-hmm. it's not drug. It's not meth. Methaglin is pretty much the mead that I made here. We can turn this into okay, a methaglin. The cops could leave the channel now. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> what pretty much methaglin is is you take spices, mm-hmm. you add it to this boy, and once it extracts it for about a week, it's a methaglin. And it's spiced mead. Now, what the spices are could be whatever you want. I usually use like cinnamon, allspice, uh, you know, things like that. So, I want to make an Italian mead. I want to spice it with like oregano, basil, and KFC red pepper. Mead. Eleven <laughs> secret herbs. And spices. Eleven secret herbs, but they're all followers of Twitter. Su- surprisingly, that would just still be a methaglin, but we can name it the uh, thing, yeah, because it's spices and things. Yeah, basil thing. Yeah, we can do an Itali- Italiano. If you want, yeah. That does actually sound really good. When the <laughs> meat hits your eye. <laughs> Can you hit that button for me? <laughs> no, that was good. Fuck you. Thank you. That's the button I wanted. <laughs> you calm down over there, sir. Um, but uh, one of them that's actually here called a Rotomel. Uh, that's just rose-flavored meat. That's the pinkish bottle, the one that's furthest away from you now. It sounds like the antagonist in the source. A wild flower Rahadamel. Yeah, so that yeah, you did you did well, you did well. Uh, I was I, trying to mispronounce it. I oh, did damn. not. <laughs> I did not make up these names. So Rodamel, rose flavored mead, uh, just traditional mead. Now, surprisingly, there is one mead that's the traditional. It's called show mead, which if you do into like contests and like tournaments, like you know, like mead making tournaments, that's what you would make. It's water, honey, yeast. That's it. 
And that that proves so that's that supposed to be like the the most purest fun. of yeast of yeah. Uh, meads. Yeah, and that's that that kind of gives the judges an idea of like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing because we wanted a dry honey and we gave him two and a half pounds of honey and he knows what he's doing. Because like, if all of a sudden you wanted a dry and they're like, up mm, oh, there's sweetness in here, you last place, you know, fail, mm. disqualified, whatever. I don't, wow. I don't, yeah. Wow. Well, maybe not disqualified. That's kind of douchey. But. You, Competition. This tastes good? Psh, heresy. Get yeah. out. Uh, exactly. it's, it's like most wines that are above yeah. 92 points. But surprisingly... Mm, it's so dry. I need a drink with my wine. Yeah. Perfect. So, surprisingly, show yeah. mead... Show mead as... Not that it's disgusting. It just doesn't taste like anything. It's it's honey water with alcohol. Like, if I put, if I put yeast, plain white sugar, like two pounds of plain white sugar, yeast, and water, it's called the kill you. Mm. It's just watered down alcohol. It's terrible mm. it's just it's just if you want alcohol <laughs> you got alcohol but that's why for my my personal traditional recipe i usually do like orange zest i've tried lemon zest before it's okay i prefer mm. orange some raisins just for that little extra mouth texture tea and all of a sudden it's not i, I won't win a tournament with it but it tastes good mm. that's all i want so makes sense yeah if you want to taste it all be my guest the the one in the middle uh i was promised by one person. I fucking hate jalapenos. So he's been harping about this jalapeno meat the whole time. I, I didn't want to say it. Cups. I didn't want to say it to feel make you feel bad, but I also do not like jalapeno. <laughs> See, I love jalapeno. So <laughs> all right, there's least there's two people in the ch- there's two all people right. here that like. So where do we start? We gotta start with the jalapeno. We've just start, been talking about I was it. Say, if, or should we start with the plain? I would say the, the traditional <laughs> Let's do the meat actually. Well, no, no, no. The best thing actually, that's a good idea. The best thing to start off is is just the normal traditional mead, which is that big bottle. Uh, There's that, two big bottles. The one that's going to be on your right. The one that's labeled traditional. Yeah, there you the, go. The longest one you've yeah, had. The yes. one that says traditional. that one. Uh, for those at home that yeah, but don't, this is know, the one he said he fucked up. Uh, no, 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 no. Well, not I you fucked, fucked up. up. The yeast fucked up. It's, it always goes back to the person that's making it. So I somehow fucked up, but I unfucked it. I don't want to drink this meat anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I made it good. Oh, um, great. It's, and it's Phil's mead. There's people in the chat that can attest to it. It tastes good. Somewhere. Sure you want to bust out the last bottle of the first mead you made? Yeah. Cool. I don't mind. I feel honored. Yeah. Truly, that's not a joke. And honestly, I didn't have any other traditional meads anywhere. So, oh no, poor, poor. I, I was half, gonna say how much am I? Poor about half because you want a good mouth mouthful. It's almost like wine, where the first. I know. I'm sorry. There's nothing on it to have. Um, you want a, a a mouthful to swallow first, and then you get a second one, just like normal. <laughs> that wine, is correct, Phil. Just like normal wine drinking, because the first sip will never. The second give you the one true always flavors. takes a little bit longer, though. Yeah. Well, for some of us. Thank you. <laughs> wait for want to wait for the cheers. So this has yes. been a this has been a question for that me. Smells really good. That it really is does. hit and miss with mead. Yes, is it better to drink it hot? Better to drink it cold? Room temperature? What is so? For me personally, I like it pulling it out of my basement and pouring it, and that's how I prefer to drink it. So room temp. Um, room temp. But that's the thing. Personal preference. Mm. Um, what does that mean? That means uh, pretty much cheers. Cheers. Uh, literal translation to your health in Polish. Nice. Mm. Um, oh wow, that smells. It smells really good. This is the this is the first time I'm smelling it in like about a year. So that is actually really really smooth. Oh my that god, that is really smooth. Oh, that fucking slaps. There you go. That's so good. Oh, that is good. Oh, I forgot to bring the crackers. They're right Ooh. there. They're right there. I know. I love the aftertaste. Don't hit me with that. Mm-hmm. 
So wow, this one had a squirt of like orange juice from the Why actual. Why you say a squirt? Because at this point, <laughs> at this we're, point, we're just going in on it. You know, like <laughs> in for a penny, in for. I was gonna say something, but you know what? Um, I don't know the rest of that saying. You don't want to. <clears throat> so how bad could it be? It in could for be a bad. Penny in for a prolapse, like no. In for a penny, in for a pound is the normal one. Okay. I, I was about to, I was about to go like, and just like, just do a Phil dumb thing. Mm. So, the recipe for this one is very similar to the one you guys have, except it had three about three pounds two ounces of honey, and not just orange peel, because I didn't actually have the zester at the time, so it was orange peel. So it had a little bit more pith in it, and I actually squeezed some of the orange. Into the actual into the actual beverage. Mm. What is pith? I'm not asking that to just say it again. Oh, so pith. Uh, when you're peeling uh, an orange, um, the white stuff on the inside of the peel. Ah, it's mm. like the it's like the um, isn't that the, the the not rind but and with watermelon isn't that the rind the white part that no one wants to eat uh, except no, my the, wife because she's weird. I think the rind is actually the whole. <coughs> yeah, the rind is like the eat. outer. Yeah, it's the whole. It's actually the whole thing. It's not like your epidermis and endo endodermis. Or, 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 You're uh, asking the wrong guy. Biology is not my shit. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, no, I'm an engineer. I'm, bar- I'm like I barely know how to speak. Um, I do words real good. It's <laughs> at the back of our dermis. senior year engineering shirts. So. Oh, dermis. my dad. Thank you. My dad got paint on that shirt, and I had to like. Motherfucker. <sighs> I tried so hard. You don't understand how many. It's still in my closet. I use it if I'm like cutting grass or something, but it's really sad. I love it's, that shirt. It's epidermis and dermis. There we go. So. Damn, Phil, that was phenomenal. Can I get a cracker? So, oh, Bob I want a cracker right here. Hey, hey uh, <laughs> I, I took some crackers from home, Dana. So thank you for your, for the crackers. But you had like four whole reams of it, so. <laughs> You and can. they're delicious. Yeah, but she doesn't. Sh- she doesn't share, and um, I might. You know. I'll get you back. Yeah, <laughs> we'll buy That's special. Ominous. Don't worry about it. I'll get, <laughs> I'll get you back. I've been to their house. I know where they live. God, that's you awesome. get to do it in the Doctor Claw voice. I'll get you back. <laughs> I'll get you more crackers. I'll so get does that- you next time, gadget. Next time. That's actually that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> What percentage would you gauge that at now that you've tasted it? Um, when it was younger, I, out of 10, I would have given it like about anywhere between a six and a seven. This has now upgraded to about a nine. I'm very happy that I forgot about this guy in the bottle. <laughs> so um, I might actually do like a batch of pretty much the same recipe I just made for you guys mm-hmm. and just same thing, forget about it. Put it in a dark corner and just let it be for two years. Um, I actually have, uh, I had a bottle of the original jalapeno because that's the second batch of jalapeno I've made. Mm. This one, uh, I let the jalapenos extract just a little longer by accident, not by by choice. Uh, I've had people, Jason specifically, tell me that it tastes better now. Mm. Um, but I had a bottle that I've been aging and I'm just letting it go. But I unfortunately, I left it to about half a bottle. So I just have it in the fridge. So it's aging much slower. Gotcha. So... Right now, um, pretty much what I want to call it is uh, the next size right there. How much oxygen is touching the liquid? Mm-hmm. So that's cider, the big bottle. You see how it, there's like barely any touching? Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Anywhere in that neck is the ideal amount 
least amount of oxidization possible. Phil, oxidation. Yeah, thank you. Phil cannot speak. Oh, one shot. We give you one. Look, it's like effort. We're doing live. So, so the mead that we just poured, we can leave it there for about two, three, four weeks. Any longer, and we might start to run into problems like off flavors, things like that. Um, mead I've noticed is a lot more forgiving than wine. Mm. Like if I left wine out for a week in, in that quantity, it's, it's, it's gone. It's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. Done so. Yep. Um, but after about a week or two, just throw that meat in the, sh- in the, in the fridge and it'll be cold. You can drink it cold. Or mm. if you don't want it cold, just pull it out, leave it on the counter for like two, three hours. Mm. It'll be fine. So you have a spiced cider. Yes, that was the that's batch number three, which is technically um, that's that's, that's before I had before I had the pretty labels that Emily made me. I was using Dana's uh, label maker, which she yelled at me because she's like, "Oh my god, how much of that stuff are you using?" I use this for the dumbest shit. I have a label printer. I have googly eyes on my fucking VR headset now. <laughs> like, I I I bought it at a garage sale for like three dollars. And Elaine was like, what are you going to do with that? And I was like, don't, what are you'll find don't out worry do about it. My mic stand says bab, Mike. It does. It says bab. <laughs> so, yeah. But now that I have the nice the nice labels, I was like, I got I to gotta, like stay on it. Um, then going from your right to left, we got Vikings blood, which is technically uh, cherry mead. Mm-hmm. That was a gift uh, for uh, my friend's birthday, Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said. That one's one of the best, surprisingly one of the tastiest ones. Initially, um, when I did the first taste test after, right before I was about to bottle it, um, it smacked me in the face. And I'm like, oh God, I think this is going to taste terrible mm. because um, flavors bond, flavors, like things drop out of suspension, uh, different flavors bond together. It's a process where it's like, I can't even explain it because it's just every meat is unique at that point. Um, so that ethanol, cause it's 17%, it smacked me in the face. 17.01. Oh yeah. Because I'm an engineer, <laughs> technically I could just round it, but I'm like, you know what? It's fun. It's numbers. Um, it's part of your shtick. Yeah. It's, part never of change. it's what I do. Um, but then about like, I let it age. I was like, I'm not going to tell him it's done. I know I lied to you, Jason. I'm sorry. I didn't tell him it was done for a few months. Cause I'm like, I don't want to give this to him now. And he drinks it and he'll be like, what the hell did he make for Phil, This shit sucks. Yeah. Like his birth. I gave it to so him like, gross. like, I think I gave it to him six months after his birthday. Not my fault because you waited about a month to tell me what you wanted. But, um, yeah, <laughs> Not I'm, that it would have mattered apparently. Yeah. I reprimanded him it for been four months. Yeah. But, <laughs> but all of a sudden he's, I'm like, okay, it's done, Jason. Huh, I hope it's done. And we poured a taste test when he came over one day, we started playing smash and talking and he's like, we're pouring this. And all of a sudden a small bottle and a big bottle's gone. And I'm like, Hey, you man, you good to drive? Cause that was 17%. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <I'm> fine. <laughs> yeah. Like it was, uh, yeah. Uh, surprisingly mm. good stuff. The middle bottle, the, uh, the aforementioned jalapeno, which te- the technical name is capsicumel. Mm. Um, and Based on capsaicin. Yes. Over here, it goes under dragon's breath. I call it dragon's breath because mm. I was like, if I'm going to make things D and D related, I might as well. Nice. Make nice. it funny. That's mm. pretty awesome. I think we break that one out next. Yeah, let's yes. do it. We got, we got the hype train rolling on it. Let's yeah, go. might as well. Uh, the last one on the tray over there, that's that Rotomel. That's the rose flavored one that we were talking about. <laughs> Oh yeah, I screwed that cap on much better because you see the headroom on that one, which is where the liquid line is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said it extract. I said it extracted a little bit longer. Wow. 
That smells like like a cut jalapeno. But here's the best part. It's not going to burn you. I, I promise you oh, this. Dude, I am not worried about the spiciness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I started dating my wife. We had Kyle on for the hot sauce for that. <laughs> when I started dating my wife, I couldn't even no, eat no, no, buffalo pour, sauce. No, no, no. Pour a little bit more because you want a good mouth. No, mouth that, that one's mine. That That's fine. Okay. If you say so. <laughs> when I started dating Allie, I couldn't. I could barely have, have buffalo sauce. Now we're doing like hot ones challenges. He I was have, he I was a mayonnaise hot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like you're like you're no, like. Oh, this ranch is spicy. I will say <laughs> I had to bomb. I had mega death sauce. Really? Yeah. And I wow. mean, like it's trust me, it's not pleasant, but I'm not like oh my god, mm-hmm. like crying and sweating mm-hmm. and shit. Uh, I I will say this. Um, Tell me when to stop. That's good right there. Um, my wife uh, Dana. I think everyone at this point knows that her spice tolerance compared to mine is much lower. But I will say, she has upgraded, just like you said. Um, before, it was like, I always had to worry, like, if, like I can't have my wings touch her wings because it could be a problem. But now, that, yeah, yeah, like, she's much better. Started, I was like, sweet barbecue only mm-hmm. at Buffalo Wild Wings, and she'd be like, <laughs> give me that mango habanero. Oh, yeah. Oh, Desert Heat. Desert Heat for my dry rub. Yeah. Dry rub fans, mm. Desert Heat at Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't know why. It's yeah, delicious. I always do sweet stuff for my mm. rubs. This this almost smells like you open, like, a, a bag of, like, the jalapeno, uh, like, kettle chips. Mm. And you get, like, smacked with that jalapeno smell. Mm. Oh, so it smells know, so good. I really actually didn't expect it to be spicy. It is a little spicy, but, like, mm-hmm. pleasantly spicy. And it doesn't taste like jalapeno. Yeah. It's like very mildly jalapeno, but a lot of honey. Not this is really good. Allie would fucking love this. I'm not looking forward to this. So <laughs> when the first time I was bottling this, my father-in-law was over. He came downstairs and we're doing a taste test. Yeah. It's not for everybody. Not, to, not doing yeah. anything for me. No, not a, if, if everything was for everybody, then the world would be boring. Um, so he came over and... Um, we go downstairs. I'm like, hey, I'm going to be bottling uh, my jalapeno meat. you want to try it? He goes, are you sure? Like, I can tell he was 50-50 about it. And all of a sudden, we taste test it. We go like this, like like two shot glasses. And if you let it sit in your mouth for a little bit and, like, let it coat your tongue and then you swallow, you get the honey. So there's no spice because honey will kill off any spice. All of a sudden, the capsaicin stays on it. And it'll be like, whoa, this is hot. And then it'll slowly go to the back of your mouth. And right now, I haven't drank any water. Right now, I still feel a little burn right here. But I don't. I, I, we looked at each other, and he, we were like, "I don't really feel the burn in it." But you, this reminds me of you know when you have when you go to a Mexican restaurant, like a legit Mexican restaurant, and you get like the verde sauce, and it's really fresh, mm. and it smells like jalapeno, but it doesn't have that like peppery, sharp, like grass kind of smell. That's what this reminds me of a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that is really, really good. Mm-hmm. I taste it. I get the, the spice, the kick is on the sides of my tongue more than yep. anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really? back inside, like, like I get like right back around here. And this is going to sound very bad. It's depends on how you swallow. <laughs> Thank <Dope>. you. Yeah. <laughs> and jokes aside, if you, uh, if you just drink it really quickly and you just let it go over the top of your tongue, then the spice level will be somewhere oh, else. I swish it around my mouth. There you go. So that's why you have it. Like you could have it in different spots. Um, uh, I found out really quickly that when you stab yourself with a Dorito and then drink jalapeno mead, don't do it. That, uh, well, I mean, isn't that like any that alcohol? Tracks. If you, if you have a cut in your mouth, it's oh. like, I'm here. Yes. But then capsaicin reminds yeah, you true. threefold. <laughs> Capsaicin's <laughs> like, no, really I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I know this is stupid and very obvious, but like recently with my allergies, if I'm having a really bad congestion day, 
I'll just go take a hit of really, really tough hot sauce. And it, oh yeah, it's oh it it's opens tough up. to oh, get yeah. through, but it seriously helps. Whenever my dad was not feeling well, we would order Chinese food. Oh no, and he would get an egg roll and the fresh hot uh, the fresh mustard that they made, like in the back, not the oh, packets. Oh, that stuff. And then he his whole that face good, would dude. get red, <laughs> his nose would run. He'd be like, "All right, we're good." <laughs> the the Polish <laughs> version, the Polish remedy, just get some horseradish. I mm-hmm. fucking hate horseradish. I 50-50. Uh, depends on where. Like, if my mom's making white borscht and she gets like that fresh horseradish grinded mm. up for Easter, never had borscht. Oh, you're missing out. There's I, two. I, kinds. I like the Russian mustard we have, which tastes like it's horseradish. But you, it's you not. let me smell it, and I smacked my head back. Like <laughs> yeah. I almost, I almost got whiplash. The on first that. time I, I, I used it, I didn't realize how strong it was because it looked like Goulden's. No one told me. So I like spread that shit on my hot dog. Oh, like, you I, sure oh, you want? Uh, oh, oh, no, no one, oh, God, he's throwing. So up. Elena was just like, "Oh no!" And I took one big bite, went right up my nose. My eyes started watering. I coughed. She's like, "You good?" I'm like, "It's real strong." I don't I'm know good. why the instinct for people when they eat spicy things is to go and cool their tongue off. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's how you throw up. Mm. Don't do it. Yep. If something's spicy in your mouth, you go, "Hmm, spicy." You don't go like that and try to inhale it and make yourself immediately puke. Because yeah. you run the risk of actually inhaling that spice into your lungs. Yeah. Oh, no. And that is that's, not a good idea. That's because <laughs> humans are kind of dumb. We also inhale and think it's hot when we're eating ice cream. We're stupid. <laughs> what? What? Have you never had too much ice cream and your first instinct with really cold is for you to go... Yeah, yeah. It's because we're idiots. No. It's because your brain your brain goes, oh no, this is temperature. I know what to do with temperature. I'm not, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever done I've that. I've never done that. that. Really? Yeah. Really? So oh. we're just, we're uh, just us two. We're no, not it's, that it's a very big thing. Yeah. Oh, no, apparently I'm just, a, we're just the only two fat asses at the table. Yeah. Excuse me. It's when you take a really big scoop of something really cold and your first reaction is to like, oh, it's so fucking cold. I've been I've been like two or three like spoonfuls of ice cream in, and all of a sudden go. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, no. I'm like absentmindedly okay. like okay, watching. Okay, that one's all you. Oh yeah, no. I'm just I'm just straight dumb. All right. Oh, but that's like that's the kind of like you're not thinking about what you're oh, yeah. doing. Yeah, I'm and like your your brain tells you to do something like when you throw the your fork in the garbage and throw your like disposable plate in the sink, and you're like, wait. I've no, put, I've put the milk on. Wrong. Look, I've put the milk on top of the fridge, and I tried to put the cereal in the refrigerator. Okay, <laughs> all right. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not the smartest I've man in the box. Okay, oh, here we go. that's one of those like thanks brain moments. Yeah. JC the only says nerves can't distinguish between hot and cold until processed in the brain. So when you first eat something really hot or really cold, your mouth is like yeah. autopilot temperature. <laughs> yeah, it's temperature. Yeah, like I, I wasn't joking when I said yeah. Yeah. Oh. So. I think I uh, uh, who who said that quote because I think he's the uh, one that told me that. JC the only. You know what? I, I actually knew that, and it's for a very dumb reason. I never related it to this. Oh, in no. the movie The Punisher with Thomas Jane. All right, that's he, weird. You he, got there. He pretends that he's hitting a guy's back with a oh, blowtorch with the steak, but he's actually just he took a popsicle. Mm. So he cooked the steak with the blowtorch and then stuck a popsicle on the guy's back and made him like talk about whatever mafia group he was with and then spun him around and stuck the popsicle in yep. his mouth. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the reason why it worked is because he told him, was like, hey, you know, once I put this blowtorch to your back, it'll sear the sear the nervings off. So surprisingly, it'll feel cold for a little bit. And yeah, just mentally. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. I love that. That was a good movie. Good call. Though. All right. So 
Well, you got three more, and we got through. Surprisingly, like it looks like you. Uh, is it like a is it like a five out of ten, or is it like on a little higher scale for you? Uh, I'd give that a strong eight. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was um, really good. Well, then I'm proud. I'm gonna go. I away. would give the first one a nine. Yeah, I. As I, I, I agree doesn't with drink that. meads at all, I would drink the first one. Mm-hmm. I think I'd probably like it more chilled. Fair. Yeah, you can throw it into the fridge. This is this is my new my new fave. It's somewhat young, so I have an odd feeling that stuff's gonna taste great when it's older. Where am I going? Up there. <sighs> it's the way you say it. Phil. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay. I, uh, Day, uh, my wife Dana has told me, and uh, it works. It, it now that I notice more, it works more. I'm bilingual, so that means I'm illiterate in two languages. Okay. <laughs> you ever you ever watch Arrested Development? No, but I've seen bits and pieces. Okay, well, there's a character that does that all the time. He just makes, like, innuendo constantly. Um, Oh, man, David... Fuck, I can't remember the actor's name. He's, like, been in a million things. (laughs) But if you watch it, you're going to be like, I've said some of those things. No, not Spader. No, no, that's, yeah, no. Not not Spader, right? (laughs) No. Uh, I got to look it up now. Fair enough. So this is... This is, this is cherry mead. Um, there's uh, online, they call it Vikings blood, B-L-O-D. Oh, um, so blood. we have uh, the light up there changes color in the chandelier. You guys can't see it. Uh, but currently it's purple. And I looked down at the red mead <laughs> and got like a hint of purple and got really fucking confused. <laughs> So I was like, what the fuck? Is this thing changing color? No, it's uh, the jalapeno. That's where I put the LSD. Yeah. 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 So, that's why I wanted to save that one for last. But if, I mean, if you saw me party, look party. confused and puzzled for a second, that's what happened. Hmm. Right now on the nose, because it's so young, you're going to get a lot more ethanol. Because I mean, yeah. this is the strongest of all the meads I brought today. But once you drink some of it, it you, the ethanol just kind of melts away because of the sugar. You know, ironically, to me, that tastes the least alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much... There's like double the sugar content of all the meads in there. Mm. I like this, but not as much as I've liked the other two. Mm-hmm. It's and heavy. again, yeah, I don't like cherry. But you don't really taste that much cherry. At least not right now. So fermented cherry, that's how that how fermented cherry tastes like. Um, I used... Oh God, what did I use? I think I used like black, sweet black cherry or something like that. I don't remember. When you're... If you... I, I, Black cherry is what I was trying to articulate yeah. in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Reminds me so, of like the, the black cherry ice cream you get from uh, Halo Farm if you've ever. Yeah. Uh, that's, not, that's, that. that's my go to spot right there. Cookies and cream ice cream. Cookies. Oh, milkshake. Everybody's favorite ice cream flavor. Cookies and cream. I was putting it Bob first. I'm um, sorry, but that's the correct answer. There is no <laughs> other answer. Coffee Heath. Oh, what? what? No, Coffee Heath is good ice cream. Yeah. Mm. I don't fucking know. Really? All of them. That's a that's a I'm guess. Is not an appropriate. Answer. I like I like vanilla bean. I was just like because I like putting shit in it. That's fair. Right. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Hot take coming in. Black raspberry. Mm. Mm. I don't think I've ever had that. It's fucking amazing. The correct answer is cookies and cream. Mm. But the reason why it's the correct answer is because it's if okay you go to, to Halo, wrong. no, if you go to Halo, <laughs> if you go to Halo Pub, uh, MVP Fat Man move. Um, <laughs> ask for cookies and cream milkshake, large chocolate milk. Add uh, the little chocolate chunks. Like, I think it's, they call it like God the Bird, whatever. They have like a brand name little chocolate topping. Add that in there. Godiva? No, not Godiva. It's some kind of like normal yeah. milk chocolate stuff. Chat, hit us up with your ice cream flavors. Nikon, Absolutely delicious. Nikon says chocolate minty, you heathens. 
<laughs> chocolate mint. Okay. If I wanted to brush my teeth with chocolate, I would do that. I so love mint ice cream. My wife, God. good. My wife I agree loves mint ice cream, hates chocolate mint ice cream. Because the, the chocolate chips get in the way of just mm. the ice cream. So and she has sensitive teeth, so she can't chew the chocolate part. So it's just more frustrating than anything else. You know what's low key a sleeper? Pistachio ice cream slaps. Hmm. Butter pecan. Hit and miss. I love butter pecan. Butter, my dad. My dad before he had sugar problems, he would he can down a whole pint of butter pecan in like not even twenty minutes. I, dad, I love me some uh, some chocolate with cherries. Chocolate cherry. Like good. Halo Halo Farm. I fucking love Halo Farm. Oh, I live like fifteen minutes away. From right, same. This is the wildflower watermelon that we're gonna try. Correct. Yeah, yeah, we got a, We got a lot chocolate of chocolate uh, cherries. We got a lot of chats. The best. Uh, Dana says Barry Calabute. Stop. What ice cream flavor? Barry Calab. I have no idea what you just oh, said. Is that yes. something in that's Polish? That's the chocolate. Oh yes, that's the brand name of the chocolate. I got so confused. Me. Um, that's um, the that's the brand name of the chocolate that uh, that I was talking. Did about. Did you say rum raisin instead of rum raisin? <laughs> Or is Wum Raisin an actual flavor? Wum, it's Wum Raisin. I was about to say, are we going uwu language here? Because if <laughs> we're going e-girl, I don't want to... Welcome to Widow Wamp White. Oh my God. Where is a waifu? I'm going to smack you. That's from fucking Fallout. Uh, hot take vanilla. I'm, I'm with you. I like vanilla. Three. Th- um, in three, there's a little like settlement of children that are hiding oh, out. God. And they call it Little Lamp White. Yes. But Widow Billy has a speech impediment. It, so he calls it Widow Wamp White. And his, I, when you do enough quests for him, he delivers you a special gun called the Wazer Wifle. I forgot. Okay. I, haven't played, I haven't played three in a while. So we've got uh, chocolate b- buttercup, uh, pistachios fire. Kitty Kitty says, homemade coconut ice cream with dark chocolate chips. Toasted almonds is really good. Oh, man, All right, that we, sounds so good. We get it. It's <laughs> delicious. <laughs> that I, sounds uh, fucking awesome. To t- t- bounce off of that, she got a new ice cream maker. So she's like, I'm going to throw out my old ice cream maker. And I was like, I'll take it. And I got in trouble with Dana because I came home with a Hello Kitty ice cream maker. <laughs> and I, and Why? Why in trouble? Because I bring home a lot of shit and she hates the fact that half the basement is just me and my hobbies that I don't finish. So I have. What else would you use the basement for? Other stuff. Yeah. Like, like what? S- storing Christmas decorations. Oh, that's fun. I love. We have a an ice cream maker. I love making homemade gelato. <laughs> In the chat, she goes, and he has not used it since. <laughs> okay, that's a different story. Yeah. Now we're now we're seeing some parallels with the Joe hobby. Kitty Kitty <laughs> says, make Dana ice cream. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, you right. <laughs> Flavor it with the mead. So I no, because then she won't eat. Then she won't eat it. So I had oh. a plan. I told you about that peanut butter whiskey that I have. The oh, pe- that the dangerous peanut butter stuff. Liqueur. <gasps> I want to yeah, make. So good. Peanut butter vanilla milkshakes with that in it. But, like, I'm going to be sleeping over because I'm going yeah, to not be able notice. to drive home. Oh, <laughs> We're going to have a problem. <laughs> We're playing D&D tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> got it. I got to take out the blender. All right. <laughs> so, oh, man, you guys are so going to have a drunk DM again. <laughs> it's not peanut butter whiskey. I do have peanut butter and jelly whiskey, but it's peanut butter liqueur. Kind of like a cream de cocoa, but peanut butter. So I mixed it with chocolate milk. Couldn't taste the alcohol. So we're going to make uh, sundaes out of it or milk ice shakes. cream milk Because shakes. of that episode, I bought myself a bottle of peanut butter uh, peanut butter whiskey. Nice. Screwball? Nice. So good. Uh, no, it or was... The, the, the squirrel? No, it was a different one. Dog something another. Oh, I've yep. had that. Also really That's good. also good. 
It's, oh my God, I love it. If so, anybody ever calls into question how low my alcohol tolerance is, I'm tipsy. I mean, it's about that cat full. I was about to say, to be fair, and like the amount that you just drank, like three back to back, I'm not surprised. If you're the wild flower. This one, this one is the Rotomel, which is rose, rose flavored. Yeah. I tried my best and I think I got it to be it on the drier, really drier side. You did. This is my favorite one so far. Yeah. This has like a really interesting flavor. It's like, I don't get a whole lot of honey. Mm-hmm. It, it tastes very floral and it's wow. strange because I don't usually like that, but this is really good. So the scariest thing um, to work with rose, because pretty much uh, I didn't grow roses and just rip their petals off. I bought on Amazon. You monster. I know. Um, he loves me. He loves me not. He, he loves, loves mead. He loves Damn mead. Not. Got me beforehand. <laughs> nice. Uh, We're at the same yeah, time. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but pretty much you can buy uh, rose tea, like rose petal tea online. Mm-hmm. And you never, like when you said you want to make tea, like you add tea to the thing, you never want to put your tea or anything in here. Mm-hmm. Like um, my rose petals. So I put the rose petals in here and I let it sit for 12 hours too long, mm. it will literally taste like soap. <laughs> okay, really? Rose, yeah, rose is dangerous when uh, when you want to extract it for stuff. That's why you want to make it into a tea. You saw me take my black tea and pour it in. It's, this, you know, the side Don't effect of- Don't steep the tea in Exactly. Okay. Because you can over, over extract something. Um, when I was doing the vanilla bean for the buckwheat vanilla, I thought I overextracted because I was planning on doing it for seven days, but I life happened and I took it out like after nine, I think it was. Um, the vanilla smacked me in the face, like in a hard. good way or no, in a bad way. Uh, so overextracting vanilla because vanilla doesn't. It's weird. Vanilla flavor that you think of, it just bolsters other flavors. Well, vanilla is usually bitter on its own, right? Exactly. The whole yeah. So like, if I wanted to add chocolate, I would add a little bit of chocolate and I would add vanilla as well. Because then the chocolate flavor would get boosted by the vanilla. Because that's like that's like the wow. whole thing when you're baking. They're like, oh, everyone will just add a bunch of vanilla. It's like, don't do that. <laughs> you can have real bad time. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you do not want to do that. Um, so that vanilla buckwheat, I have I have high for much the vanilla. Better. Uh, because so far the the little bottles, not fans of. But that's just because I don't like the things that are in them. That's fair. We still have the spice cider at the end, which is uh, is a fun one. Now, technically, that's an apple wine because the I cider? Added, yeah, because I added sugar. Mm. So if there's like if the, the mead police or the wine police are watching um, <clears throat> I, online, yeah, a little bit um, online, some people get like the naming process really hardcore. Like if you want something to be called a mead, fifty-one mm-hmm. percent or more of the sh- of fermentable sugars in here has has to be honey. Mm. So okay. from if I wanted to mix maple syrup and honey, mm-hmm. which is a specific name, I don't remember what it was. I the, could fuck around with that. Yeah, it's it tastes pretty good. <laughs> um, over half of the fermentable sugars in there has to be honey, but that's when the math comes into play. Can you straight up ferment syrup like maple, maple syrup? syrup? Yeah, maple wine. I, that's a thing. You yeah. know what? This is the first one I don't like. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a very a it. very distinct flavor. This. Makes my mouth feel like I just brushed my teeth. Mm. Oh yeah, I, I, I could taste it. It's. Do you have mint in there? Nope. That's the fun part about um. Licorice. Nope. Vanilla, buckwheat, mm-hmm. honey, a little bit of tea, and that's pretty much it. Mm. I get the mint in here too. What kind yeah. of tea was it? 
Black, the same tea. I use the same, same tea same for everything. Tea. Yeah. So, so I get I get a I get mint or licorice. Can't can't yeah, quite. I, I'm feeling maybe that. that's the buckwheat. I'm not familiar mm. with the flavor of what buckwheat is. Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah, buckwheat honey mm. is one of the weird. Like uh, my my in laws bought me. Uh, a fall honey, which mm. tastes. Uh, I need oh. to actually ferment with it because I keep on. Just I know what it tastes tasting like. What it tastes like. This tastes like, um. And and I don't mean to love you. Cough syrup. Like Robitussin. Okay. Yeah, I, I can, can see that. It's got that it. same syrup, mm-hmm. like mouth cover. So, the fun part about this is. Last time I tasted this, like a month ago, mm. maybe more. No, two months ago. When I tasted this about two-ish months ago, maybe whatever it was, uh, it did not taste like that. Mm. What did so it taste like? It did not. The hints of mint were not there. Uh, the vanilla was more forward. Uh, the buckwheat, the reason why, I f- uh, not that I fell in love with the buckwheat, it was such a unique honey that I was like, I need to just make a meat out of this. Mm. And then about three quarters of the way through the fermentation process, I f- remembered that I got Tahiti vanilla beans mm. in like a vacuum sealed pack. And I'm like, oh, I should add vanilla to this to like boost, bolster the flavor of the buckwheat. So apparently those flavors start to hit. You got the licorice flavors, which is I believe anise or however you pronounce it, anise or something mm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the fun part about making mead or making any kind of homebrew, maple, wine, ciders. You start mixing stuff together, you will get flavor profiles and things that like you won't expect. Like in about two years, that buckwheat mead, I'll bring it back if I have a bottle, it will taste completely different probably. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> it's a really interesting flavor. Yeah, yeah I, I actually I actually really like that one. I think the the rose one might be my favorite one that I've had so far. I think it, for me, it goes rose, jalapeno, Viking's blood of like the... <laughs> I Sorry. Think, no, hey, no, no, no. I didn't want to waste it, so I just chugged it. <laughs> uh, once, again, I'll, uh, once again, I'll say, if everyone liked that, if everyone drove a Mercedes, then a Mercedes wouldn't be a Mercedes. Like I, I told you ahead of time, I'm not a mead person. Yeah. But I'm surprised is that you like more. I thought you would be like, I'd like the cider and I like the, I don't remember which one I thought you were going to like. I thought you were going to like the jalapeno one, I mm. think, because I didn't know your spice tolerance. Um, it's not the spice tolerance. I just don't like the taste of jalapeno. Fair enough. I am curious about this uh, cider because I did not think I was going to have a cider age. Because, <laughs> well, yeah, no, because <laughs> the cider, um, the ones, the, the, the recipe that I got is supposed to be drank young. Straight up. I only smell cinnamon. Let's find out. I did add a cinnamon <laughs> stick to the end. I I only smell cinnamon. I cannot <laughs> smell any cider. <laughs> Guys, I lied. I just poured fireball into this bottle. <laughs> Damn it. This mm. smells like I'm not going to like it. Uh-oh. Now I'm scared. Hmm. But I've been fooled by smell before. Let me get that cap. Wow. Yeah, you know what? That's I smell the cinnamon. I taste the apple. I taste apple, but I taste cinnamon. I actually taste cinnamon more than apple. There you go. It's like apple cinnamon. Uh, it's like the oatmeal. And you know what's funny? It's ex- ex- almost exactly like the packet oatmeal. And you know what's very funny about this? Um, this tasted better young. Mm. When I when I when I had the uh, younger bottles, 
Um, the cinnamon was, uh, it was on the front. You will smell it mm -hmm. because I was making this around the holidays. So I wanted that cinnamon smell. Right. Um, but the apple was more like, I'm here. Here, it's more like mellowed out. Yeah, the apple I really dissipated and the cinnamon really like yeah. <laughs> went way up. I love this. There you go. It is amazing. There you go. So, um, it ends up being ridiculously smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you just mostly taste cinnamon. Yeah. The older, almost, I want to say almost all of these are just going to get smoother with age. The only one that I'm worried about is the buckwheat one, just because of how the buckwheat honey tastes now. Mm -hmm. I don't know how smooth it'll get because I, I, it's the weirdest way to explain it, but the buckwheat honey, when I was tasting it before I even added it to the, to the fermenter, it felt bumpy, if that makes sense. Like it didn't taste like, like, you taste the, where's my Kirkland brand? You taste that, the, the Costco brand honey over here. It tastes like honey. The buckwheat one was like, what the hell am I like? Is this honey? Like it was that. that I that have, um, I bought a bottle of unfiltered honey. Mm -hmm. for, uh, it was like a local honey, but it was unfiltered. It tastes terrible. Really? Yeah. It's such a weird, different flavor. We don't even use it. It just sits. How much do you have of it? Probably enough to make a meat out of it. If you got a bottle, probably like a couple of these. If you got about a pound of it, I can always like uh, throw it in and there. like mix. Like I can mix. Uh, so here's the funny part. So honey by itself has this characteristic where sometimes, and you might have tasted it and you didn't know because you didn't drink as much. I'm not saying this to sound like, oh, look at me, hobo toby, like, uh, like hoity toity man here. Um, I've tasted so much mead now that there's a weird characteristic. Thank you. There's a weird characteristic. I don't know why this thing keeps falling on me. You're not tightening it hard enough. I don't want to break it. You're not gonna. Good, because I break things. Um, <laughs> don't worry. The stream's gonna go off the air. I'm tripping. I'm falling. Something's gonna happen because, like, I used to have a drummer in one of my bands that would tighten his cymbal stands so tight that he would bend in the metal bar. <laughs> we used to call him Ratchet Wrists. <laughs> I met this man at one of your concerts. Did I? Did you ever go to an, um, Asbury Park? Was it Eden's Fault? Uh, I don't know. No. It's I don't think years. you saw me play with Phil. <laughs> what? No, Phil Dotzler. <laughs> oh, okay. I got really confused. I was like, how drunk was I? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Turns out when you're hammered, you have drunk recall and you're fucking Mike Portnoy. Yeah, well, look at you. me. Uh, fun fact, though. Um, the story of how I met... Because I met this man first, and he introduced me to these peoples. Um, I make people make friends. Yay! So the way <laughs> I met uh, Bronson in Rutger, in college at Rutgers, our first class together was Triple E. Um, he comes up to me. I'm sitting like mid-row because I had terrible glasses, and as everyone knows, I am blind with my glasses. Um, he comes up to me, uh, my friend Pete, and I think like Chris was over there or something. First thing he says to me, Hi, I'm Brunson. You want to buy my band CD? It <laughs> <laughs> really do be like yeah. that. Classic. I, I don't remember how. I think it was like five or ten bucks. And he's like, yeah, five, like, look, five I bucks. I think I saw one of you wearing a band t-shirt that I recognize, and that's why I did that. Oh, uh, I don't remember who. I bought your shirt later. It had like the, it had this, like the weird ass like the scratchy L paint. L? I don't remember. Yeah, so <laughs> I made that logo myself. And because it was L and then the and sign and then L, we called it the Lamper Sandal. Mm. 
<laughs> I don't know if I still have that shirt, but I think I want to throw it out now. <laughs> um, but like fast that forward. That makes me want that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I probably still have a box of them somewhere. Yeah. You've never well, heard of this band? They're called the Lamper Sandals. Let me let me tell you something. All right, the paint he used was for like radiators or something. So it was like that scratchy what? ass paint. You used some kind of paint that when was you say textured. you, what you mean is the person we ordered the shirts from. Oh, okay. Because whoever did used some like spray paint from Home Depot. Okay. All right. I know that paint. It scratched the hell out of me through the shirt somehow. Oh. I know that paint. No, no, no. Hold on. That wasn't Liars and Legends. What fucking band did I use the spray paint for? <laughs> it was you. Yeah. I know. I bought it at Asbury Park, and then I got Dirty Water Dogs afterwards. Trust me, I might forget a lot of stuff. Oh, man, what fucking... Ba- that was failure to coexist. Yep. I still have I remember it. because yeah. my friends used to joke because I would say FTC. They came up with an alternate ego ska band. With FTC that they called field trip chaperones. <laughs> Whenever I used to say FTC's playing blah, 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 they'd be like, can't wait to see your ska band field trip chaperones. Love it. That is a yeah. great band name. Yeah. I did make those shirts with Home Depot's pre-made. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's either at my parents' house or it's somewhere in my closet and uh, I'll try and find it, but it's probably a larger and extra large. So my fat ass ain't fitting in anymore. So, yeah. so I'm sure a lot of our friends had bands and like that kind of shit growing up. What were some of your favorite friends bands names? Cause I have one that I think might be my favorite band name ever. Did you I, go first? Dr. Beat and the atomic show ponies. <laughs> All right. You guys don't have to say anything else. That's Not, it. They weren't my yeah. friends, but I liked a ska band back in high school named the waffle stompers. <laughs> I do remember that. Everybody do the B-SWAT tonight. <laughs> that was their dance. You had to go like that, and it's called the B-SWAT. I didn't hang out. The only, the literally the first time I went to a uh, a band's, like, concert that, like, my friend was in was his. Mm. I had, like, I know, I have a couple friends that are, like, musically inclined. Um, if they were in a band, they never invited me. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> But, but like, I was the annoying one. Yeah, well, he you sold me a C. Like, you literally walked up to me and was like, you want to buy my CD? <laughs> Five bucks. It worked. Or 10 bucks. I still have it. I might have it at my parents' house still. I'll bring it in. I was listening to it. It was. If, it, if that's the failure to coexist stuff that I recorded with them, I haven't even heard those songs in years. I actually, that was, that was probably my funniest band departure. I quit because the guitar player tried to steal my head. Amp head. Good thing it's attached oh, oh, to you. Oh, okay, 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 okay. All right, good, good, good. So yeah, because the, uh, the head of the co- of the cabinet where it actually processes the sound that's mm-hmm, on the speakers, okay, it's called the head. Yeah. See, uh, you were telling me that I was saying innuendo. Uh, what? Yeah, are I think you, are you got you still him. Staring at him because uh, you said good thing it's attached to you. I think. Uh, <laughs> this is why we don't give Bob alcohol. So <laughs> you're I, supposed to beat the level. I was in two bands. I was in Failure to Coexist and I was in Rebuilt in Time. And I told the guitar player who was barring my equipment, I need this head for a show I'm playing with Rebuilt in Time. Do not take it home to practice it with. And he looked at me dead in the face and was like, I'm going to take it home with me because I need to practice with it. And I was like, you do not own this piece of equipment. Do not take it off this premises. And then he did. So I went to go play the show. I went all the way to our drummer's house to pick my equipment up and it wasn't there. And I was like, Tony, where the fuck is my head? 
And he was like, I told you I was taking it home to practice. And I was like, bring it here now. I need it for a fucking show. And he was like, no. My bass player felt so bad. He drove to Tony's house, got it, brought it to me at our drummer's house. I drove and played the show. On the way to the show, I texted our other guitar player. I was like, am I wrong to be pissed off about this? And he went, I don't care about your fucking problems. Don't talk to me about drama. So I quit the band on the spot. <laughs> Jesus. Isn't that just the weirdest escalation I'm like, ever? I'm like, I thought you were reading a script for a soap opera there for a second. I'm just like, like this is just, something that like I might watch like a 10 episode thing on Netflix. Of, like what? It was right? very strange because I thought all these guys the were dark, my friends and the then all of a sudden history. they were just like, I don't care if he fucking stole your guitar head. And I was like, okay. Fiction like the soap Bye. opera, like organ the... <laughs> and everything was great until he stole his head. Until the guitarist nation attacked. <laughs> this week, as the record spins. Oh, God. oh my Jesus God. Speaking but, of uh, records. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I have uh, really funny stories from meeting almost all of you. It, not Bob. Bob, you got introduced <clears throat> to me through mutual friends. Through mm-hmm. Spencer was like, I have a friend that wants to play D&D. And then Bob and I became friends. <laughs> and we were like, yeah. And then I showed up. <laughs> I have, when I make friends, I have absolutely no chill. I'm super extroverted. I'll just walk right up to a random ass person, start a conversation. And then and before they walk away, be like, hey, do you want to be friends? And then they're like, I guess. Zach, Zach P. Mm. I met him in college. I walked up to him in my calc class because he was wearing a misfit shirt. And I said, hey, you look like you like metalcore. Let's be friends. <laughs> and then we were. <laughs> I, I love how I witnessed something like that happen. I was helping you out at some con up in North Jersey. And it was like a super slow con. Right. And Where I met Anthony. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and like this guy's like running like a game table behind us. He's like, if it's slow, do you guys want to just like come over and play D and D? And we're like, uh, yes. So we just started playing D and D with this guy and like got to know him and his like girlfriend and all this other stuff. Like, so for those at home that don't know D and D and all of a sudden he says, yeah. And then he was the dungeon master. That could be really awkward. Going to a guy's house. It's he's the, the dungeon master. <laughs> oh, you meant this one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so Shows that's actually what like some of my crop. coworkers think. They're like a couple of my coworkers are like, wait, you, Dean, like, is someone like you're done? Like, what? I'm like, yeah, we're a bunch of nerds sit around, eat snacks, and play pretend and roll dice. Like, oh, look, when <laughs> I try, when I tried to explain to Jason, he's in the chat. When I tried to explain to Jason, yeah, I'm the DM. What's that mean? I'm the dungeon master. He just looked at me. He's like, uh, what? <laughs> what? And one he, of he could not. For not going to kink shame. One of my favorite introductory experiences <laughs> for D and D was a bunch of old guys that I work with. So I <laughs> I went on a work trip to Ohio to go visit a factory, right? And this was where they did like acceptance testing for all these like crazy expensive unit units, like, like, uh, UPSs and, and cooling units that cost like hundreds of thousands of dollars to install and run for like server rooms. And I went there and they took us out to dinner at this like really nice oyster bar in Columbus, like downtown Columbus. Right. We drove around, we saw Ohio state. It was really fucking cool. So we get there and I casually mentioned D and D in the conversation and the guy that invited us there was like, you know, I've never actually like fully understood what that was. And one of the guys that worked with him that was not like uh, he, that guy was probably like 60s. This guy was probably like mid 40s and I'm um, early 30s. He was like, oh yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. I used to play all the time in high school. So hmm. the the two older guys at the table is one guy was my age, the 40s guy. And then the two guys like 
probably in their 60s, had no fucking clue what it was. So in order to explain it to them, I say, I was like, yeah, I, I would give you, you or you would make a character sheet. You would have the stats for your character. And then I would just run through this whole scenario. So they were like, well, what do you mean? And I was like, okay, um, imagine you are a character in the Lord of the Rings setting. You walk into a bar, some guy walks up to you, steals your drink. What do you do? And they were like, uh, I, I go, why'd you steal my fucking drink? And I was like, cool. Uh, roll a persuasion check to see if he wants to even talk to you. And they're like, oh, they're starting again. And I'm like, what if you wanted to punch him in the face? You can then roll an attack roll. And that's how I, you kind of walk people into the hobby. It's like, you tell me how you react to the situation that I put you in. And then that's literally the entire game. Mm. Yeah. So as you were talking, um, I remembered something really funny. Uh oh. You've DM'd, you're DMing now. I don't know if you've ever DM'd. I've DM'd one shots. Okay. So, where do you practice your voices? <clears throat> everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Because um, when I moved in for the f- like first few weeks with Dana, and she bust the door open into the shower, and she was like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I'm practicing D&D voices. Summoning demons, honey. <laughs> what? I was like, yeah, the, the, they're going to be, they're going to be like fighting this really bad guy and he's a wizard. And he says, shut up. And just like, she walked out. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> that was, I, I love you, baby. I have a habit of talking to myself anyway. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> she it, says, it's how I problem solve. Um, so instead of thinking about what I'm supposed to be doing, I will just say it out loud to myself. Hmm. That's why I wear Bluetooth headsets. I'm not talking to anybody. It's just there so if people look at me, <laughs> it looks like I'm having a phone call. Oh, he's not insane. Right. It's there for show. Yeah. So cucumber salad. What? I like, Al- yes, Elena will be up here like playing games or whatever. And I'll just be talking to myself, walking around the basement. So Usually, yeah, I'll have like a couple voices. I talk to myself like this. I talk to myself like that. Yeah, whatever conversation yeah. I might be having that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's all over the. That's place. where that's where pretty much where where my current character in your campaign. That's where his voice came from. I was just randomly talking to myself. I'm just like, wait a second. Yeah. What if I made him sound like he was slow? Hi guys, my name is Hagen. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that thing is bubbling. Uh, it's yeah, it's starting. It's uh, slowly. Now, right now, it could be uh, just like a little bit of like oxygen coming out of suspension mm-hmm. because slowly but surely, what we want to happen, there's mostly 99% oxygen in this little air cap right here. Mm-hmm. And eventually, the you know sulfur and the carbon, mostly, I think it's carbon dioxide or monoxide, one of the two, probably dioxide, that gets pushed up. And eventually, it's denser than oxygen, so it'll push it out. And that's what we want to cap on because carbon dioxide and that stuff will not allow this to go bad. Mm. Can I ask, so the yeast in there are feeding on the sugars, right? To Eventually. Make, to yeah. make alcohol. Mm-hmm. What happens while they're in the package? Like if you, like if you don't, f- if there's not enough sugar from tea, don't they like die off in there? Why don't they die in the package? So the way like that yeast, like let's say I bought a 10 pack on Amazon mm. and I just kept it out. It will die eventually. They, they have oh. a shelf life. I was going to say, don't the packets have a, a shelf life? Like yeah. I have yeast in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have it in the fridge? No, I bought a different kind of yeast. Mm, it, I, yeast. I think I bought the quick one. It's like 30 minute. So yeast, uh, yeast is yeast. I would suggest take that and just put it in the fridge. Mm. You, it'll survive. I have all my yeast in the fridge. Yeast will go dormant under like, I think it's like 60. Some go lower, but like around 60 degrees or lower, it'll go dormant and it'll just go to sleep. 
um, and they will survive much longer. All my yeast, I literally, except for maybe the champagne yeast, I all my yeast is over a year old. Hmm. And it still works because it's in the fridge. Um, if I kept it out, they will slowly die off. And the thing they don't tell you is half that packet is already dead yeast. Mm, really? And yeast are cannibals. And they'll mm. eat, eat right now. Half of the stuff that's floating around here is dead. And the other live yeast is eating them to build the colony of other live yeast. And when yeast gets old enough and dies, the next generation will eat that and cannibalize it and cannibalize it until there's too much waste product, AKA alcohol and you know carbon dioxide, whatever. And it'll stop working. And then it'll go down here. And make a yeast cake. So is the wow. the yeast in the packet, is it actively, if it's not dormant, eating all the dead yeast? Um, yes and no. It's more along the lines of sugar is their main food source, and then it uses the bodies of the dead. That's metal as hell. I didn't actually, I, like, I didn't <laughs> think of that in my head. That's it uses, pretty badass. It uses, Climbing over the corpses of my forebears. <laughs> yeah, like straight up. Um, but it will use like Hang the on. dead yeast. Uh, skeleton land or skeleton lord one. Uh, so what are you guys talking about? Yeast <laughs> and mead. So if, about you're, uh, mead. if you are just joining us, uh, welcome we to here. the weirdest nerdy chemistry Let's thing that, that over. people can talk about. We if you guys talking. want more, by the way, please feel free because most of that needs to get drank now somehow. Have fun. Right. Yeah, um, I'll talk to I'll talk to your wife. I'll leave like a bottle. Give me some of that big she, bottle. She want which, which one? Which one? This one? The OG? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's the good stuff. That just slaps. You could pour that it. That was really too. good. Could you just, because, like, you're you're doing D&D things. Yeah. How, how, why is that not called Tavern Mean? I can make it. Yeah, I that, can call that it should be That should be the, the OG is the Tavern Mead. Yeah, I could make it. I could call it that. Um, I just went with, uh, you know, my traditional mead. That way, when um, someone else... Like someone not related to D and D is like, what's this? I think tavern meat. I think that? It's, it's more funny for tavern meat. Oh, it is coming tavern. Coming. For, oh, uh, and a side note, which everyone knows how ADHD I am. Side note: the color here is like th one of the clearest meads I've ever made. Is that aged one? Surprisingly, mm -hmm. um, it was not that clear because it's stalled and it took so long to mm -hmm. like finish it, it, fermenting. It's clear. The clearest. It kind of looks like a white wine. Yeah. And mm, I'm yeah. surprised. It used to be much more golden color. Mm. Like right there. Like you see that, that in that big glass right mm. there? It was close to that color when mm. I, like the first like so, six so was, months to a year. So it was closer to like a... Um, like honey. It looks like an amber. Um, yeah. Like a like if this you if you liquefied one. like regular honey, that's what it looks like. Like a golden... Um, like the golden gram commercials. Mm -hmm. Like the, the boxes. Mm. That's the color it's supposed to look like. But it ends up right now... Almost looking exactly like a white wine bottle. I am in my previous statement. This one's a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10? <laughs> this is so fucking That's good. That's just because you're well, buzzed. I'm going to tell you right now. Um, <laughs> why do you think I asked him to drink more? I just want to, I want that ego boost, you know? <laughs> the more drunk he gets, the more validation he gives me. Oh, so my favorite part about his alcohol tolerance is we were here. It was like a pay-per-view. It was one of the AEW pay-per-views. Mm -hmm. And I like... I like mixology. That's another one of my hobbies I like to do because, you know, two ounces of this, half an ounce of this. It's like, it's just math with, with liquid. Science! Yeah, literally. And it just Drunk mix, math. I mix something together and it tastes great. Do you know that I only drink like 10% of what I mix? I just kind of make it to recipe and they're like, wow, this is great, Phil. How did you make it? I was like, I don't follow the recipe online or I just made it up on the spot. 
because I've been doing it so long. I'm like, oh, I know that lemon and this sugar, this quantity probably tastes good together. Mm. So all of a sudden he goes, oh man, Phil, no, I don't want a mixed cocktail because I'm like, I'm not good with mixed cocktail drinks. I was like, dude, I'll mix you something that you won't even taste the alcohol. I did. I remember you said, wow, you didn't put any alcohol in this. It's like, no, I put four ounces of alcohol in there. He's... For those at home, hit me like a fucking truck. For for those at home, if you go to a bar, like a normal, like not even a dive bar, just a normal bar, and you ask for a cocktail, like a whiskey sour, they'll put about an ounce and a half. Isn't and that it, what you made me? A whiskey sour? Uh, I mean, mm, I no, made you made Jake the he made Jake the whiskey. Sour. I made wow. I well uh, during D and D, but for that party, I just I took something. Thank you for and the follow. Like, hey, um, I made you something with like whiskey and no it was it was either it was vodka because you said you didn't like any kind of like whiskeys and stuff mm-hmm. uh, so that's not true really <laughs> so i lied honestly i don't remember what i made you. yeah i don't but remember but whatever it was it was whatever whatever it was because uh, to finish the statement bar will give you anywhere between two ounces to an ounce of uh alcohol in a normal yeah. size and drink yeah. if you complain in a bar or a restaurant that your drink does not have enough alcohol in it they will give you what's called a shooter which means they bring it back to the bar, they pour a little bit of vodka in the straw, mm-hmm. and then they give it back to you. Yep. Mm-hmm. And fun fact, uh, if you go to a bar, like a wedding specifically, uh, and you shoot down a 20 into their little tip bowl, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you just made some best friends. I used to do that. I, do that. I always do that. Everett yeah. used to bartend for weddings. And he used to tell me, uh, basically, anybody that comes and gives me a big tip, I just fuel mm-hmm. them drinks. Yeah, you, you give them one to the beginning of that. I did. The, I used to do this in AC all the time. I would go to a bar, I'd give them a one hundred dollar tip, and I was the person buying all of the alcohol for all of our friends. I remember I gave them a hundred dollar tip, and I was like, "There's no way this is gonna work." I just gave somebody a hundred dollar bill for no reason. I went and I ordered them a rum and coke. They gave me a cup of rum. With a splash and a cup of Coke. Yeah, they were like, "Here you go," and I was like, (laughs) "Have fun." (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then I was like, "Oh, I need um, can I get like a couple shots of tequila?" Gives me a a full solo cup of tequila. Goes, "Here you go, eight dollars." I was like, "Oh, oh, (laughs) I have some very funny AC drinking stories." Sir, you just poured me half a bottle of tequila. Yeah, I'm like, "Here's another twenty dollar tip." (laughs) (laughs) Me, La Monica, and a couple. Two or three other guys from one of our bands went to the Borgata after one of our shows in AC. And, um, and by the way, not on a big stage, like little dinky, um, like nothing place in the middle of like downtown AC. Um, and I'm not a huge drinker. I get drunk really quick, but I don't, I don't have a lot of drunk time. I've only blacked out once. I usually just get crazy drunk <laughs> and immediately pass out. Right. It's filtered water. I can drink mm-hmm. it. That's, so that's fair. <laughs> there might be a little bit of like honey or something because I put the funnel in. Probably just a sterilizer. And some cat hair. And cat hair, you know. <laughs> so we're all sitting at the bar in the center of the Borgata with all the glass walls. And uh, Joe he said he got up and looked over and the rest of us, including my wife, were all head down on the bar. And he was like, oh man, this is going to be a last call. So he gets up to leave. And he just slams head first into one of the glass walls. <laughs> and oh, the security no. guard looks at him and laughs. And he goes, oh, fuck. And he walks over to the next spot and <laughs> into the next one, just straight into the glass wall. And he, I remember him looking over at the security guard and go, how do I get out of here? <laughs> oh, God. He also Fantastic. got so drunk once he tried to fight a house. Mm. 
That happens. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, so, geez. but I, I feel like that's a, a good jumping point or jumping <laughs> off point. <laughs> fighting a house. That's fighting a, a house. Um, but uh, yeah, Phil, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Great yeah. job. Um, the awesome. mead is fucking fantastic, and yeah. I'm really excited to try the uh, the we'll, tabletop we'll, trio blend. We'll do yep. another episode in uh, oh, yeah. three months, four months, five months. When is yeah, it? about about there. By then, I'll probably have that sizer done. I might make something else, so Be I'll have something spring, new to taste. Spring mead. Yeah, it'll be fun. But uh, Phil, um, you said you just kind of give to friends and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So there's really no, like, contact info. I mean, you can find, um, now that, that that I might post some more stuff on, like, Instagram, like the progress photos of this guy. So you Are can, you going to open up an Instagram, Instagram for the dragon? Yeah, directly for The your drunken mead. dragons? What was that? Do you have an Instagram directly for the mead? No, just, uh, you know, my personal, which I barely post anything on there anyway. So mm. it's just, you know. What's, P- what's the at? PRPL Prince. It's purple prince uh, with, without a lot of the vowels. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, don't forget to subscribe here. Thanks for chatting with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, check us out on all the social medias as well, uh, at Tabletop Trio. Um, new podcast episodes usually go up the next day, so Thursdays-ish, uh, as long as I'm able to get to editing them at a <laughs> proper time. Um, It'll be up on YouTube about tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they give us a hard time. And uh, anywhere you can find podcasts as well, except for Apple Podcasts because they're still being a pain in the dick. Um, <laughs> because oh man, that's gotta hurt. They're Classic. the worst. Um, but yeah, so uh, for one final time, I'm Bob. I'm Joe. I'm drunk. <laughs> I guess I'm Phil. <laughs> and uh, this has been Tabletop Trio. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us. Have yourself a fantastic week.